At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Monday, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Major League Baseball, Mike Gundy, Lamar Jackson, Johnny Utah. We have a lot to get to tonight on the show. And the first thing I'm going to say is, you know, the, the, the internet is really bereft, Mike Harmon, of very good 
Johnny Utah getting tackled by Patrick Swayze gifs on the beach to go along with the Lamar Jackson story. I mean, I, I, I couldn't find one. I'm going to make a couple I, during the show I looked all over tonight, the place I today. I mean, Lamar Jackson's playing beach football. He falls over a, um, a, 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 a what do you call it? A, um, a wave runner. A, a wave runner. And yeah. I'm like, okay, now I, I, where's that gif of Johnny Utah running for a touchdown and Patrick Swayze tackles him? Can't find it. I'm like, that's the one. It's got to be there. That's the one we got to use. Tell Couldn't you what, I will, I will find it uh, and make a gif of it for you during the show tonight. Uh, I was very upset about that. Well, and just in general. I mean, because – at least that one had a happy ending. The rest of this crap, uh, yeah, who the yeah. hell knows, man? Uh, Monday, all well, might fair. Wait, We're was, talking was about it? 36 you know, no. planets that might have some kind of intelligent beings. I'm like, I like that story. Nah, forget about it. Now, wait it's a got minute. no place. Uh, who, did, who did it end well for? It didn't end well Lamar for Lamar Jackson's uh, in one character. It didn't end well for Swayze's character. Oh, Johnny no, I, Utah I, quit the FBI, right? He throws his badge away at the end. Oh, I'm I, done I meant, with this. I meant the I, Lamar Jackson end. Oh, oh, I meant in that movie it didn't end He's well gonna for get, anybody. I mean, John Harbaugh is going to have some words for him. I He's going to show him pictures of Robert Edwards. Didn't end well for Anthony Kiedis. Uh, it didn't end well for the yeah, lead but he was of part of the Red Hot Chili show. Peppers. How well was yeah, it? Uh, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. That, did, that really didn't end well for anybody. All I'm right, just saying, well, didn't end, for some people it did. Lamar Jackson, obviously, thankfully, it ended well for him. But right, you know, that, that, right well now, that's the guy either. that's uh, in real life. Even though he looks like a video game at times, the rest of the guys fictional characters. Uh, doesn't still didn't end well. I mean, you're saying ending what didn't end well for hey, people. Dude went on to become John Wick. He was well. Fine. It did well. Well, in the and end, Swayze in a, had in a Roadhouse. He was pulling guys' hearts out. <laughs> Uh, Roadhouse. Uh, so Kiedis we were get... still singing, give it away, give it away. Give it... So, I mean, everybody was fine. <laughs> and uh, Whitley was singing, I hate everything about you. Do, 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 do. Uh, Tell me you but... don't sing that five or six, six, seven times a day. Oh, every time it's on the radio, I listen to it. Because I could sing it really well. Because I, I, I could kind of trill the, and I hate the rain and sunny weather. No, no. See, I could kind of trill that well, and I feel like, Boy, I never took a singing lesson in my life, and I can sing I Hate Everything About Who you. knows? Maybe you could start teaching singing lessons. Oh, wow. That would be awesome. <laughs> I could not even get that out without laughing. Drink I'm a sorry. lot of beer, put on the songs you want, play it as loud as you can, and just scream. This is my you nightmare. No, you no, what you do is you take four or five artists where it doesn't matter how well or mm. poorly you sing. Say a Jimmy yeah. Buffett. And you teach people to sing those songs because they're no better or worse than the, the guy just working in the same key. And I don't like a thing about your sister. No, no. Uh, but obviously, yes, there are stories that today are not ending as great. And one of those is Major League Baseball. And in, in a story that has seen so many twists and turns, the public perception siding with the owners siding with the players siding with the owners after today there is no way that you can side with the owners and say i believe their side of this this is why we don't have baseball last week rob manfred said 100 percent, we gonna have a baseball season no doubt in my mind 100 percent, we're having a baseball season any doubt in your mind no 100%, we're going to have it. But is there any – nope, 100%. 100%, we're going to have a baseball season. Today, he goes on ESPN and says, well, 
that 100% is it's, it's kind of a soft 100%. Take a listen. I'm not confident, uh, uh, Mike. I, I, I think there's real risk. And um, as long as there's no dialogue, that real risk is going to continue. Look at that. No, uh, now I'm not, I'm not confident now. So what has happened to turn Rob Manfred from, yeah, this is happening, absolutely 100% too. Uh, <laughs> you know, now I'm not confident. The players called Manfred's bluff. Hanging over the entire negotiations with Major League Baseball, with the owners and the players, as the owners keep coming slowly and slower in incremental values to what the players want as far as the salaries they would play and be acceptable with playing the baseball season, uh, the players finally said, forget it. We're not doing this. We don't think you're negotiating in good faith. We're done. Just tell us when you want to put in your implement your 50-game season that we agreed to in March. Because this is what the owners have been hanging over the negotiations the whole time in Rob Manfred. The commissioner has the power because of what they agreed to in March at the beginning of the coronavirus. They, he can implement a 50-game season if they want to. This has been hanging over everything. And so the players decided, you know what? Screw it. Call his bluff. And Tony Clark, head of the MLBPA, said, just tell us when and where. We want to play whatever season you want we're going to do. And now Rob Manfred today says, well, now there might not be a season. And here he is saying that the clock is ticking to try to get something done for the year. We are running out of time. Um, the clock is ticking on this. But the key, the important first step is a willingness on the part of the MLBPA to get back at the table and engage in the process. Wait a minute. But wait a minute. You, you, they, they said this is, you're, you, we're going to take your 50-game season in the prorated salaries. We're going to take that. That's what we want to do. <laughs> this was such a smart move by, by the players, Mike, because they outed the owners as not wanting to have the season. Yeah. Because if this, should, this should have been a thing where, okay, we can't do it. We're going to play 50 games. And now Rob Manfred won't even say that we're going to do this. Now he says, come back to the bargaining table and let's do this. It is clear that the owners, and there's too many owners in baseball that really aren't baseball people, and that's the issue, that they, all they do is look at the bottom line and say, well, we've already lost so much, we're going to mitigate our losses by not having a season. We would lose less if we don't have a season. And rather than have a season, they look at baseball as, hey, this is a business, and, and obviously you should, but they're looking at it right now instead of through human eyes they look at it through cold calculating numbers and say this is not good for us to go because if they really wanted a season they would have said great we're going to play 50 games and that's where we're going to go and now the owners are stuck because now everybody knows they really don't want to play because we would have had that agreement and we would be going on now so now it's going to be on the owners to try to figure out a way to wriggle off the hook on this this is an embarrassing day for them it's embarrassing for Rob Manfred but it's a great day for the players who finally I think in, in one swoop have flipped the narrative and people understand, okay, owners really are being kind of crazy on this because if the owners are really not making money, Mike, over the course of the last few years and they, they always want to cry poverty whenever they get mm -hmm. to collective bargaining, they would be selling their teams. They would be finding a way to get out. We would know. There would be stories about how one team can't make payroll, can barely do it. If baseball was such a bad investment, these owners would be getting out. But then you have teams like the Marlins, and I, I saw one of, the, one of the writers put on Twitter today, look at the Marlins. They can't get anybody to come to their games, and they still gave Giancarlo Stanton a $300 million contract. So you tell me how much money the owners are losing in Major League Baseball. The players have flipped that script. They realize how powerful they are. They are stepping up and they are taking care of the moment saying, okay, now we're, we're calling your bluff. And now the owners look like, oh, well, we really didn't think this was going to happen and we're not ready to have a season. They do not want to play. 
Yeah, it doesn't mean that they're they're all making you know massive amounts of dollars, right? We talked about it last week. Uh, reports are that it's the average of fifty million. Okay, so some are operating closer to the margins. Granted, they all most will have other businesses, and maybe some of the funds and the accounting can get dubious uh, in terms of what's baseball revenue, and that's why the players keep saying, "Hey, let's open the books again, huh?" Uh, just like you would in theory, for a CBA. But I think they want a deeper cleanse, if you know what I mean, when it gets down to it, uh, to really track this down. And we saw player after player, Scherzer, Anthony Rizzo, among other. Just tell us when and where. Let's just cut through the charades. And then the owners thought they were going to be able to get them to bend and that social media would break the players. Because, well, what else do they have to do right now? You can do some throwing sessions, Maybe run some sprints, spend some time on an elliptical while you watch uh, whatever the favorite show was that you missed last fall uh, while you were finishing up the season, right? You missed the first four or five episodes. Uh, Figuring you're on social media, you're catching up and seeing all the hate. And instead, you've got it. I think everybody hates uh, all, both the players and the owners for what it's worth. It may, you know, be 51-49, but right now they hate everybody because they're not getting to watch baseball. There was a Monmouth poll that said that's actually the most missed sport of all the sports. And we'd Mm -hmm. be in the NBA Finals right now, right? And yet people are saying, I miss baseball most. And that was 800 people, 18 to like 75 or something that – we're in as well because we sport. haven't seen baseball because we haven't we got to see the majority of the NBA season. Yeah, but you didn't, we didn't see, get to see baseball you, at all, right? But you didn't see it finish when it was well, actually going to get good. <laughs> if you were hungry, if you were hungry, and I brought you dinner and you started eating, and about two thirds of the way through your dinner, I took your plate away. You would go, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I would say, "Listen, you know, uh, you still got to eat. I know, I understand you're hungry, but you still got to eat." Well, in fifteen and, minutes, my stomach would feel full, but and no, I would it doesn't thank matter you for having done me a favor. I would look at two thirds. I would look at your plate when you got two thirds of the way done, or a little bit over half. I would take it away from you. You would say, "Wait a minute," but you'd still be okay. See, I you've saved eaten. the best for last, so I would have stabbed with my fork but but, base, but, but <laughs> baseball is is you saying i'm hungry and me saying okay dinner's coming and then you're sitting there and say when i say it's coming when it's coming an hour later where's dinner it's coming but i'm really hungry i know but it's coming but when now it's coming soon but what you're not even cooking it no but it's coming did you order food no but it's coming it's been two hours what are you doing where's my food it's coming we have had a chance you haven't eaten dinner at all you're a little more upset if you don't eat dinner at all than if you actually have some of dinner at least i know i am and i think you're the same way see i would say it I like the analogy. I don't. I don't think it works here, uh, because we were getting to the uh, the fun part of the NBA schedule, were we not? Is it, don't we always just joke? Let's get to the playoffs. At, like, don't we do that with baseball? Get mm-hmm. me to. Uh, I mean, as much as we may like to go get a hot dog and a beer and hang out with our buddies, uh, and that's a nice endeavor uh, as you go through. And certainly with summer coming, it's still all right. I'll see you in the second half. See where we are and get ready for the playoffs. Which is why the owners are like, I don't care about that. Just give me my playoff money. So mm-hmm. it gets down to pure greed uh, when it, when it's all said and done. And they tried to, to run a con on the players thinking they'd fold, whether it be emotional or just, hey, I want as much of the cash and, and I need a deal in place that guarantees me as many dollars as I can, which they thought they had in March, which is why I'm really curious as to why there's no leak on that one to two pages from that March agreement that talked about fans in the stands and what would happen. 
Because wouldn't Twitter, that solve yeah, all of this at this point? A lot. It would. There's a, look, the one thing to know about baseball, and this is, a, this is a really big deal, is that, yes, is it complicated when you talk about revenue breakdown and pro rata and partial prorated salaries? It gets tough. You're, now you're that getting got me the, excited. Yeah. I know. You like pro rata. I know that's your favorite one. It's hot. Uh, but it, it gets to be tough, right? It's the business part of it. It's the players. It's the owners. But just understand this. Just think about it. You want to think of it differently and go, okay, this cuts through the clutter. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Every other sport has been humane towards players restarting safety and working together. Adam Silver had a statement tonight on ESPN in which he said, listen, this restart we're having may not be for everybody. And we understand that if you don't want to come play for whatever reason, it's not going to be a breach of contract. We understand the safety aspects of it. And this is this is the NBA saying, we understand you don't have to come play if you don't want to. Every other sport has worked together. They've talked about safety. They've had plans. And they have done it where it's not at opposition with each other. Major League Baseball has been none of those things. The sides hate each other. It's all over money in the middle of a pandemic. There's been no talk to be what safety measures would happen in Major well, League Baseball. Well, that's right. That's still Even just if they did have the an background. That's right. Would, no, it's been this whole thing. MLB has been nothing but embarrassing, and they're showing their true colors. We always want to say, well, money talks, money talks. Well, here in a pandemic, at least we got to see that at some point with some of the leagues, they can figure things out, and let's put money to the side, and let's get back to playing and keep our business going. Nope. Baseball is saying the dollars are absolutely 100% almighty, and you're seeing this right now. You would think humanity would trump some of these things, but it doesn't. So when you compare baseball to all the other sports, just understand that's where baseball is and where all the other ones are at. Yeah, just really quickly, the two parts of that. Number one, anybody that throws out the baseball's had the longest piece in labor, yeah, okay, that's fine because, what, they didn't miss one game? Don't tell me they didn't weren't choking each other when the cameras were, weren't around, <laughs> right, and hitting each other with bats like they were running around in, uh, you know, going back to our old man De Niro. Uh, team, team, uh, and, and having fun there, the untouchables. But the, the other part is, and I said it weeks ago, and I, I think it rings true every day we go through this nonsense and they play out the clock. This, they're going into the four-corner offense to mix mix sports for a minute of the, all right, let's get it to later in the month. Now predictions that somewhere around the 27th, 28th, it's like, hey, let's get to, get after it and, and get things in place, it, is that that CBA is just lingering there, right? And anything you give up now, you ain't getting back. And so both sides dug in, they're entrenched, feeling empowered that they have the vote uh, in terms of dollars and cents of the the fans out there. And remember, as long as you don't cancel games, I was talking with our, our guy Ralph Irvin about this earlier. My brother got his money back from the White Sox part of it for games that haven't been played. But as long as you don't cancel things, you're under no obligation to give cash back. So maybe that's what's also the float you are the float, fans. You're the float. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Uh, AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations, in-store or curbside. If you have a job that can wait until tomorrow, AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over 35 bucks. Just order by 10 p.m. At AutoZone, free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts. Visit AutoZone. Zone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. 
AutoZone. Really, T-shirt? No Ugly Kid Joe? Seriously? <laughs> Seriously? I liked when uh, Harmon made this reference. Seriously? No Ugly Kid? Yeah, but we've heard this song millions of times. No Ugly Kid Joe? Really? I like these guys better. Wow. You are. that. You, you missed an opportunity right there. You were you talking about baseball. Come on. You missed an opportunity, man. You're the Rob Manfred of this show. You had an opportunity, and you just missed it. Well, listen, we tried to make a schedule, but you didn't accept it. <laughs> Coming up next... A huge story out of the National Football League today. Players from the Texans and the Cowboys test positive for COVID-19, including Ezekiel Elliott. What does this mean? And oh yeah, Lamar Jackson, Johnny Utah. Right here, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of General Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their general test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Now this song I like, Ty Shirt. This is one of my this is one of my most under the radar favorite guitar solos. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love that guitar solo right there. See, you got them all excited. Oh yeah. Way to now, win them wa- back, buddy. Way to win them back. If you wanted to make an open with that in it, I'd be okay with it. You are you down? Yeah, if you wanted, that's fine. I'll right, do it. And then and, and then you want to get Ugly Kid Joe in too? We could do that. Okay, you're losing me again, <laughs> dude. That King Diamond one I asked for five years ago is still on hold. Yeah, it's yeah, on well, back order. Do. Yeah, well, because the only can get it off a scratchy vinyl. We have to make sure the sound quality is It's better. all been reissued, jerk. <laughs> I haven't found one yet. <laughs> Where's the reissued ones? Fox Sports Radio, the I'm Jason Smith I'm going to ship those all in and you know, make you listen. <laughs> I have my King Diamond collection. What's a vinyl uh, player? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean player? What did you use to play songs on? I don't yeah, what does that mean? I understand. Like, yeah, Is that like a different want? shuffle mode on iPod? Oh, press play. You press play on your iPod. Yes. No, I get it now. Uh, Boy, I'll tell you what. Shuffle iPod was really underrated. It was was because it was so tiny. It was like a stick of gum. Then it was like a a thumbnail. Oh, it was so cool. I have one sitting right near me here. Oh, I love that one. If you don't use it, bring it in. I'll use it because I love it. Oh, no, no. It is is jam-packed and loaded when I'm on the treadmill getting swole. You only listen to the first thirty seconds of every song. What do you need it for? It means I get through all fifteen hours. I sit, every I sit in the car. I sit in the car with you, and after forty seconds of a song, I'm going to find a new song. Can we hear the whole song? Nope. I'm going to go to the next song. Okay, here's a new song. I don't actually then after forty seconds. That. No, no, no. I just you do just it. change it. I know. Why can't we can't just listen yeah, to one normally song? Normally, you're car paying you. attention to whatever it is uh, porn that you're watching oh, while I'm driving. Whoa, hey, not what? Not in your car. They could trace it back to your car. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and it, you know, I, I can't imagine what a long drive. Drive with you is like we had a four-hour drive with Dad. How many songs did you listen to? Three thousand four hundred seventy-six. Nope, nope, nope. We just let it go, man. We just let it go. Normally, we'll pull up a live concert, you know, like a, a, a nice two-hour set, or maybe one of those three and a half-hour Springsteen supersets, and we just roll. You live five minutes away in the freeway. How'd you do a hundred songs? You're really close now. It works. Dad's got an itchy trigger finger. When it comes to his songs and and getting past anything Mr. Jason likes. Uh, Big stories today in the National Football League. A trio of them. We have Roger Goodell today saying that he encourages the team to sign Colin Kaepernick. This coming off the the statements last week. The players really want Kaepernick to have a job back in the NFL. But clearly waking up today seeing that a couple of NFL teams having issues with COVID-19 clearly uh, have cut through the clutter as players on the Cowboys and the Texans have tested positive for coronavirus, including Ezekiel. 
Ezekiel Elliott. Bit of a controversy on this early in the day. Ezekiel Elliott tweets out HIPAA uh, uh, because he didn't want this information out there, doesn't know how it got out there, and he's wondering if his health care provider actually leaked this out. Well, joining us now on the hotline. CBS Sports NFL insider extraordinaire who has been breaking down video of Lamar Jackson's beach run over and Ooh. over for the past eight hours. It's Jason Locke and Fora. What's happening, Jay? Hey, that is, uh, trust me, a big, a big story here. And having just had John Harbaugh on my radio show here last week talking about how petrified he was of Hollywood Brown catching passes from a jugs gun on his asphalt driveway. I can only imagine Harbaugh's <laughs> heart stopping, skipping a beat, whatever, when Lamar was dodging a uh, parked jet ski on a beach in Florida. So, yeah, that was a big that's a big story here locally, trust me, with the Madden curse and all and oh, you yeah. know, his bo- his box I guess being released like the new Madden cover box and all that coming out. Um, yeah, there were some concerned concerned people here in Charm City. Well, two things I'll tell you. Number one, yeah, beach football is going to be a clause in his contract. If it's not in now, it will yeah, be. Yeah, they got to get two. that rider in there, yeah. And the other thing is just, just show them the video of what happened when Keanu Reeves was running for a touchdown and Patrick Swayze tackled him in point yeah. break. He could have gotten <laughs> injured pretty badly now. Utah, Look, yeah. Johnny it Utah. It happened to Utah. It could happen to you. And he already ripped up his knee in the Rose Bowl. He was having a yeah. great game, yeah. remember? I mean, that's, that's, that could happen. That's a big deal. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Trust me. I, I – uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it. The thing about Lamar is, if you know him at all, if you've been around him at all, and then just to watch him play on Sundays or Thursdays or Mondays, he has such a joy about him. Like he truly feels like he was born to do this. There's nothing he enjoys more. He's all ball. He he just he's the kind of and he's he's a kid. He's just turned 23. Like. If he's walking in the neighborhood and a bunch of 12-year-olds are playing street football, like, he's all-time QB. Like, he's in. Like, he just can't, like, he can't not be in. If he's hanging out on the beach and somebody has a ball, he's going to end up being Lamar with the ball in his hand. Like, that's and, – and so you don't want to squash that, right? Like, you don't want to quash it. You don't want to suck that joy out of him. You don't want to – turn him into somebody who's super corporate or whatever. Like, he's just a humble kid who loves football. If he's not playing football, he's making new designs for sweatshirts and hoodies and stuff he's selling, and that's it. Um, So you have to respect that, and that's part of what makes him this sort of larger-than-life figure that he is on Sundays. But there have to be some sort of guardrails, too. You know what I mean? And so it's it's kind of like finding that happy medium between letting Lamar be Lamar, but then also knowing that, hey, you know, even though you're 23 and you feel like you're, you're on top of the world, and you are on top of the world, and you feel like you're impervious to everything, if your knee hit that jet ski a little different, the Baltimore Ravens go from being Super Bowl favorites to I don't think they'd win six games with RG3. Jason, uh the other big stories of the day, as we're glad that Lamar Jackson is, is okay, obviously, we have some fun with Point Break. Now I want to see Point Break again. Uh, what happened today with the Cowboys and the Texans? Uh, getting players test positive for COVID-19, including Ezekiel Elliott, some of them not even around the team at this point. The NFL, in a month, they have to get players to training camp, and they're not even together, and still we're seeing positive uh, tests for COVID-19. Uh, how is the NFL going to respond to this? Because this should have been a time when, okay, we're getting 
ready and, and players are, are moving forward, and here they are. We're still getting positive uh, COVID-19 tests. Well, I mean, you're, you're getting po- – look, I, I guarantee you there are exponentially more players, coaches, GMs, scouts, pro personnel directors, trainers, equipment guys who have tested positive than we have any idea. The reason we don't have any idea – is that they've been completely underground since this thing. They're the only sport that wasn't playing when this went down, and they haven't opened up to any degree. So no, they haven't been you know, wholesale swabbing people yet because there's only been a few people in these buildings, and the ones who have been in are non-players. So even if they tested positive, they just get quietly sent home and nobody's the wiser because there's no buildings and there's no media in these buildings. There won't be media in these buildings for a while. And and you're not hearing about it because they're not players. But guys, 2.1 million people in this country have tested positive. And that's just what we know. Think of all the people who tested negative, but who had all the symptoms of it and who probably had it. My wife went to the ER twice. They're like, you have it. This test is going to be negative, but we can tell from everything that's going on you have it. So, like, that's what was going on in early March. So the idea that, like, Von Miller got it and Sean Payton got it, but nobody else in the NFL has it is a crock of you-know-what. I mean, this disease doesn't care how young you are. It doesn't care how old you are. It doesn't care how rich you are. It doesn't care where you live. It doesn't care what you do for a living. And we're only continuing to find out how it's really spread. We don't know that much about it. We're only a few months in. Like, yeah, dude, I guarantee you there's a lot of star players who've had it. And and maybe some, it didn't affect them to the point where they even went to the ER. But could they have been contagious for a period of time? Absolutely. So it's Jason Lockett Boer. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying, when they get people back in the building, like, don't be surprised if hundreds of people have it because – the economies of scale in this league are different than anything else. The NHL bubbles are 50 people total per organization. That's half of an active roster day one of an NFL practice, you know, training camp practice. So uh, it, it's a thing. Like, it, it, it will be a thing. And they'll do whatever they can to start a season and play as many games as they can. But just me looking at it, not as a scientist, but as someone who reads a lot about this and who is sort of engaged in discussions with it and having doctors and, and, and disease specialists on my show, like, I don't know that they finish a season. I don't know that anybody could say with certainty that they finish a season. We say with certainty, you are Jason Lockett for us, CBS Sports. I know that much. The fan, that's, that's all we know. And for all, I'm not I know that much is true. Today. Like Spandau so, Ballet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At Jason Lockett for us, where you find him on Twitter. Follow him there uh, for his latest. Jason, uh, off of that, Zeke went to Twitter and started saying, hey, HIPAA violation. But we know that, look, that's just healthcare professionals. And anybody he told, anybody, uh, you know, the you tell a friend and you tell a friend and all of a sudden it spiders out. But I guess that would be that's one of the shocking things. Either guys haven't gone to get tests or people have been pretty good about keeping their mouths shut. I know it's a big violation, but uh, there's a lot of news orgs that would pay big dollars for information. <laughs> Yeah, and and again, I mean, it affects everybody differently. I mean, there are, I'm sure, these guys are the top one quarter of a percent of the entire population when it comes to strength conditioning. Young, you know, their their age, they're they're overwhelmingly young compared to the general population, so they have a lot of things going for them. But I, I guarantee you. 
that there's guys who felt sluggish for two or three weeks in their workouts and you know the lungs weren't expanding like normal maybe had a little bit of something going on with tingling sensations down one you know extremity or the other who just kind of plowed through it and you know within a couple of weeks they were fine and and you know they didn't run a huge temperature and they weren't bedridden so they they probably never got tested but I mean, again, I've seen it in my own house. So I, I, I just think we have to get our heads around the fact that because testing started as late as it did and because there's, it's, it's not as efficient as it should be and because there are hospitals in major metropolitan cities who are saying, you have it, you're going to show up negative, but there's a, period, a window of time where you're, you're able to pass it on anyway – you just start doing the math in your head, the multiplicities of how many people are in this country. And it absolutely is, is affecting um, people in ways that they're probably not even aware of. And to keep these buildings, you're not going to, I mean, I don't know how you're going to have a bubble. I mean, I, I don't know how you're going to have a bubble of, I mean, if you guys have ever been to a training camp and seen how many people are on the sidelines and oh, around the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what it takes to mow the lawns and paint the numbers every day and clean the helmets and clean the jock straps and clean the uniforms and tape up, you know, uh, 90 to 180 ankles and, <laughs> you know, treat 30 guys after practice and get them clean and get them to the meeting room and then get them to the dorm. I, it's a it's a it's a large scale operation. Well, out there in Baltimore, by where where you are, Jason. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen one more compact. To what Coach Howerball was saying the other day, on your show, right? I mean, there there's no space to even build out. Yeah. Well, they have they have one of the nicest facilities in the league. Like I, I mean, and and it, it, people call it the castle because I mean, just Google Baltimore Ravens practice facility. It literally looks like a castle, and they just put a I don't know a ten or ten million dollar addition on it. Uh, for the start of last season, but even they can't abide by what these protocols would specify just because, I mean, there's just, there's so much humanity. And, and so for John Harbaugh to say it's humanly impossible, I mean, go ask his buddy, you know, go ask Zach Taylor in the same division where the Bengals are basically running a shoestring operation out of the bowels of the stadium. I mean, they don't have practice. They're in the stadium. Like, <laughs> They would have to set up a tent city, like in the in the corridors of the stadium, and around Paul Brown Stadium, to just be able to space these things out. I mean, they don't have half the creature comforts that the Ravens do, and the Ravens are sitting there saying, "Man, how the hell are we going to reconfigure this thing in six weeks to get it up to snuff if this is what really is expected of us?" And once people do start testing positive in real time, I just think it's going to add an element of sort of the weight of this that the NFL has been able to escape to this point. They haven't had their Rudy Gobert moment yet, but I, I think it's probably coming. Hey, lastly, Jay, uh, we just watched uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell on ESPN's Return of Sports tonight say that he welcomes a team to signing Colin Kaepernick and, and hopefully uh, that if he wants to resume his career in the NFL, it'll take a team to make that decision, but he welcomes that and supports it. Are, are we really going to see Kaepernick on a team? Is that, is that really going to happen at this point? 
I mean, look, three weeks ago, I would have said, why are we wasting our time talking about it as much as I think it's a travesty that it didn't happen and hasn't happened. And as much as many column inches as I've dedicated in the last four years to trying to shine a light on it, as many interviews as I've done about it and um, the time I've spent with Colin and my thoughts on it are well documented that we're wasting our breath even considering it. That's where I was then. Now, I mean, we're at a different moment in time. I mean, four years ago, Trump called players SOBs, and corporate America and the NFL um, went into CYA mode and and tried to downplay this thing as much as they can. Now, Trump's his stance hasn't changed at all, but Goodell's not taking his cues from Trump. He's taking his cues from Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes and, you know, all the other – bright, energetic African-American faces who were in that video where 24 hours later, Goodell's checking all their boxes and he's not worried about it. And four years ago, you weren't seeing Fortune 500 companies tripping all over themselves to put out statements that said Black Lives Matter and we categorically oppose systemic racism and we are appalled by police brutality. Now, that's, that's become a norm. And you weren't seeing people protesting in the streets three weeks after, you know, the, the horrific events um, in Minnesota and, and, and the fervor's still there and it's still a global movement and you've got German Bundesliga teams wearing Black Lives Matter on their kits during games in Germany. So I think it is a different moment in time. And if, if a team suffers a couple quarterback injuries, I don't think it's going to be good enough to run out on a Tuesday for a workout you know, again, Brandon Whedon, whoever McCown, some McCown who retired three years ago that we forgot about <laughs> or never knew existed in the first place. John, you know, uh, the corpse of Matt Schaub, even though he's still in the league. You know, Mark Sanchez, you know, Matt Leiner, who, the dudes who make the rounds. I don't think that's going to be good enough. I don't think it's going to be good enough in the locker room. I don't think it's going to be good enough with the media, even if it's only Zoom and nobody's in your building. When you try to say, yeah, we just didn't think that he fits our team, I don't, I don't think you're going to be able to give some BS answer and have it not be a story for days in your building. And I also think as much as the, the rhetoric in 2016 and 2017 was it's bad for business, people are going to protest if you bring this guy on your team. I think people might protest if you don't bring this guy on your team. If you're the Green Bay Packers and you run whoever Hunley out there for eight weeks while Aaron Rodgers is on the the rack, or Deshaun Kaiser, whoever else, I don't think that's going to fly. You know, I, 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 so is it probable? No. Is it possible if the right sort of chain of events happen? And I'm not wishing ill will or injury upon anybody, but it's going to happen in this league, and it's going to happen more than we think if we play two weeks of preseason of training camp and one preseason game and away we go, offensive lines are not going to be um, sorted out. They're not going to have that continuum. They're not going to be precise. There was no off-season program. Quarterbacks are going to get hurt. And, and if it happens to the degree we've seen in recent years, you know, I don't know that it's going to be good enough to bring, you know, be bringing up the same jamokes and not giving Colin at least a chance to run a 40 and throw some routes and see what he can do. He's on Twitter at Jason Lockin4. That is at Jason Lockin4. Jay, as always, fantastic stuff. Appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks a lot. Look forward to it, guys. Have a good week. Thank you. See ya. Always great stuff with Jay. We got more coming up in 90, but first. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. It's turning to Chili Peppers night. That's how it is. And I did not hope for nor oh, expect boy. that to happen. I'm sorry. Uh, big day today. Really with all the sports, as we found out many things about sports returning. Baseball really doesn't want to. Football is moving along. Basketball like is trying to deal with their situations right now. And hockey is saying, we're all set. We got it. We're good. Batman. Um, Batman. But on ESPN earlier tonight, a lot of big news coming off of the return to sports roundtable uh, that was held with the commissioners taking part. And, you know, we've gotten to a little bit of Roger Goodell a few minutes ago. His big thing was about Kaepernick coming back to the league and Rob Manfred we've gotten to. But here's Adam Silver with a statement earlier tonight on the show about players who don't want to come play since the Kyrie Irving-led player movement of the end of last week in which they were concerns, had concerns about coming back to play in Orlando. Now, are the players nervous about COVID-19? Do they think that there's something afoot racially? Uh, there are many reasons and things that are put out there. Rather than, than let this story gain momentum, Adam Silver puts out a statement tonight on ESPN in which he says, we have an arrangement with the Players Association where if a player chooses not to come, it's not a breach of his contract. We accept that. He is saying, if you do not want to come for some reason, we understand and it is okay. And now how many players are really going to say they don't want to come after this? We have to see where things get to. But I would say this, at least, Mike. Now, Adam Silver has said, listen, if you don't want to come, it's okay. We're not Major League Baseball. We're not going to fight you at every turn, <laughs> even though Adam Silver knows a little bit of this is political, saying what's sure. the best way to combat Kyrie Irving and, and the players don't want to come. Do I say, no, you have to come? Or do I say, if you don't want to come, we understand? So part of it is political because, look, they're commissioners for a reason, although, you know, Manfred. But the, the whole thing is that he Here's, th- this is where the players have turned that conversation into what it should be because today they narrowed their focus down more to, hey, we're worried about the safety, COVID-19, being in Orlando, being away from our families. It's the safety aspect of it that these players who were nervous about have boiled it down to, which is what it was going to be all along. Now, was Kyrie Irving and what he said all about safety? Was it just part of it? But whatever it is, now the players have put their movement out there saying, listen, worried about safety. Now we're at the heart of the conversation. Yeah, and you have the the coalition, and they've got a lengthy statement that's just coming out, starting to starting to parse that out as well. But yeah, Adam, Adam Silver recognizes. Look, we've positioned it that the players are our partners, right? We renamed from owners to governors and trying to show the progressive nature uh, and to hearing the concerns of the players and certainly this among them. I I have to question how much in the locker room if one guy decides he doesn't want to go how much pressure comes from the rest of that group particularly if they feel like they're contenders. Twitter right how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome we got more on Adam Silver and more on Major League Baseball these huge stories next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. Welcome inside Hour 2 of the program. Oh, we got Seth Everett, MLB Insider, coming up in about 20 minutes with the latest on Major League Baseball. We're after today. I think it's clear <laughs> you can see the owners would rather not play than actually play. And Tyshirt's got to have the dump button ready. <laughs> but there's nothing you need to see more. I mean, we're going to get into Mike Gundy in a couple seconds. But there's no difference you need to see more from a league like the NBA – 
versus Major League Baseball where Adam Silver said tonight on ESPN, listen, if players are nervous about coming and playing in Orlando in the bubble, we completely understand and you cannot come and it's not a breach of contract. It is okay. Now, you don't get paid and you don't get to show up later and play, but you're allowed to stay home and it's okay. It's not a breach of contract. We understand if you are nervous about things. Because look, that's really what it comes down to. When we, you know, look, I, I always say it all the time. We've talked about this, that when it comes down to it, a good number of players are going to be nervous about leaving, wondering if it's safe. So was Kyrie Irving's movement that he talked about last week about politics? Was it about race? Was it about safety? I, I don't know because Kyrie Irving's a wild card. The guy had zero problems with the NBA's plan, and then a week later, he suddenly he's got all kinds of problems with it. Uh, but at least the NBA today has narrowed their issues with the with the returning plan and it's more about hey is it going to be safe we want to be safe coming to play and i and everybody understands that and adam silver understands that look at the sides working together to try to figure things out and then you look at major league baseball where all they're doing is pointing the fingers at each other and mm-hmm. you go you wonder why major league baseball is not going to have a season you wonder why all of a sudden everything is up in the air and rob manfred says today hey i i, I doubt we're going to play this year you wonder why they just can't work together when it really comes down to it and if you can't work together in a pandemic when are you going to work together i mean really what what's going to what's going to bring if you can't be brought together during a pandemic what's going to bring you together i don't understand well, but in the end, the business of, of baseball goes on. This is just an extra factor to it that exacerbates any problems and mistrust that already exist, right? Because now you throw on top, everybody can do the play the violins. I, I've heard the term shame on, insert one side, the other, or baseball as a whole for not figuring it out. It's it's like any other negotiation, right? They're, they're not just saying, hey, you got to go to work. Right, everybody else is taking a haircut, and the players agreed to it. Now they just they got the buzz cut coming instead of what whatever they saw in a magazine or on their latest pop star, and they're not liking it. All right, to give it the most crude analogy I could find, but the the fact is that they're thinking they've got some leverage, right? The players side saying, well. You, you want some sort of product. You need to not keep bleeding because you they're guaranteed contracts. So you already agreed to pay us this amount, even if we never show up, right? So you if you're up okay with those losses, then then that's fine. We want, still want to play baseball. We'd like to earn more money, and in theory, you would as well, especially when you get that playoff dollars in. Oh, and the complication of signing a new deal with Turner in the middle of this certainly doesn't help the owners in the cry poor category uh, as it flows. But yeah, it's the trying to lean on the, you know, sympathy, the empathy, all of those things of trying to figure out how to how to best lean and and get broker the best deal in the end it's still business so you're trying to make sure the noise of the oh don't you'll look stupid well is it going to hurt my bottom line short and long term that's the only thing the owners are asking because most columns written about them and most talking points on radio and television is never to tell you what a great owner you have it's what a dope they are from the free agent signing they missed, the guy they didn't sign at all when they were in for a look-see. You know, we let them out of the building and all of those things. So uh, in the court of public opinion, they already figure they're the losers. They just want to make sure their bank accounts aren't there with them.
Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Again, we got more baseball uh, coming up in about 15 minutes. However, Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State head coach, decided, you know, I want some of the news cycle yeah. to come my way. As earlier today, a controversy was born. It looked like it was going to cost him his job. And now, is it settled? This morning, maybe you woke up and you started seeing Mike Gundy trending on Twitter. You're thinking, is this the 10-year anniversary of I'm a man, I'm 40? Is it 15 years? No. He went on a fishing trip this weekend, and it was a picture was put on social media of Mike Gundy, mullet and all, wearing an OAN t-shirt, One American News, which is a news channel uh, that is a far-right news channel that... No matter how you you cut it up, they like to promote conspiracy theories. And this has been a news channel that's been around for a while now. And he wears this T-shirt. And the most the conspiracy that they promoted most recently was about the police in Buffalo when the 75-year-old man went up to talk to police and police pushed him down. He fell. He hit his head. His head was bleeding. And they promoted the story that he was part of Antifa and and he was there on purpose and he, and, and, he, and he tried to take something from the officers. And meanwhile, we know that wasn't the case. But this is part of the protest going on in the wake of George Floyd. This was the most recent story that they pushed out there. And obviously that was not the case. And when Chuba Hubbard saw that picture, oh, by the way, the best player in Oklahoma State ran for 2,000 yards last year, uh, he said, I'm not doing anything with Oklahoma State again uh, until we clear this up because he did not like the fact that his head coach is wearing a T-shirt for One American News, something that Mike Gundy knew what he was doing wearing that T-shirt because he has talked about that news station. He said he likes it uh, because he talked about it a couple months ago, saying he likes it because they just present the news. They don't present it with any kind of commentary. So he is a fan of One American News, and he has talked about it in public. So while this starts raging, because then other players on the team are saying, yes, I'm with you, Chuba, other players who formerly played in Oklahoma State. Later on in the day, Mike Gundy and Chuba Hubbard got together, and apparently they've talked things out, and they put this video out from the official Oklahoma State athletics account. Let's listen. In light of today's tweet with the uh, T-shirt I was wearing, I uh, met with some players and uh, realized it's a very sensitive issue with what's going on uh, in today's society. And so we had a great meeting and uh, made aware of some things that uh, players feel like that can make our organization or our culture even better than it is here at Oklahoma State. And I'm looking forward to making some changes and it starts at the top with me and we got good days ahead. I'll start off by first saying that I went, around, I went about it the wrong way by tweeting. I'm not someone that you know has to you know, tweet something to bring change. I should have went to him as a man and I'm, all, I'm more about action. So that was bad on my part. But from now on, we're going to focus on bringing change, and that's the most important thing. I'm and a man! They, I'm they, 40! They slap hands at the end. That's what that is. It was, it was, it was a hand slap there at the end. So, so pop, that, pop. That, that, that's what it was. Uh, now, here's the thing, is that Mike Gundy is if you you can't just look at the situation and go oh Mike Gundy was wearing a t-shirt Mike Gundy was because this is the most controversial t-shirt since Stillwater was out of focus in the background and the t-shirt <laughs> is everything right seriously because he knows because look he also went on when he was at Big 12 Media Day remember a couple months ago and he he called the coronavirus the Chinese virus which is really racist uh, as, as we've come to find out talked about how players should come back from it we have to put money through Oklahoma very unpopular popular take. So this is Mike Gundy. And what did we see today? We saw his politics. 
That's what we saw from him. You know, did we see his beliefs in what's going on? We saw his politics. And that was the same thing. What, what have we kind of seen with Dabo Sweeney? We've seen his politics, right? These stories are very similar in that the past two weeks, we've had a couple of high-profile college football coaches when faced with everything going on in the country. There's the, the killing of George Floyd. There's the protest. There's the rioting. We see where they stand politically. And in a time when, depending on what your stance is, it could be viewed as unpopular, there are certain coaches who, and certain people who don't want you to know where they stand, but they kind of want to obliquely let you know. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to tell you where I stand, but kind of obliquely, I want you to know where I stand. Obviously, Mike Gundy is on the right. Obviously, Dabo Sweeney is on the right. And they kind of want us to let us know without really letting us know, without letting us know this is where it's at, because they understand that, hey, certain times you look at that, that side of politics, that could be very unpopular. And when you are coaching teams right now and you have a lot of black players who are on the team and they're seeing what's going on in the country right now, we all are seeing what's going on in the country right now that we need to do things better on. We can't tolerate racism, all of these things that are happening, you know, you're going to get a response from the players that says, wait a minute, coach, where are you on this? I want to make sure that you are with us. So what did they do? They got together. And that was a good thing. You know, I'd like to see a little bit more, hey, my bad for not seeing where this stands from Mike Gundy. And there was a little bit too much uh, more apologetic uh, from Chuba Hubbard. But still, the fact that they came together and now, okay, we know this is an issue. And now they have to work together towards it. I mean, that's really what we have seen in, in the past. We saw politics today. And we saw politics that may not be very popular. And so now we have Mike Gundy uh, having to talk about this and talking about the T-shirt he wears. Uh, look, it's and if you want to get upset and say, oh, he's got the freedom of speech to wear whatever T-shirt he has, of course he does. Of course he's got freedom of speech to wear whatever T-shirt he wants to. But freedom of speech doesn't cover you can't wear clothes. Freedom of speech covers you can say what you want and you don't have to worry about being arrested. You don't have to worry about physical harm coming to you. Those are the main things. But you have to have... You can't have freedom of responsibility we, you know, all the time. I feel like every night we say this on the show is that he can wear the T-shirt he wants and people are allowed to have the response to the T-shirt that they want to have. And now the best thing that happened today was what happened. Gundy and Chuba Hubbard came together and now let's see where it goes. There's still some players who don't uh, really buy it all and they want to see more from Mike Gundy and that's okay because we should want that. We should want more from our leaders. This is a guy that mm-hmm. leads a bunch of young men and we should want to have more things from him and see and see where it's at. So th- this, that was a good ending for the day. We need to see now where things go and go forward and Sometimes when a controversy comes up, it's not the ending we expect. It's not the ending we wanted. It's not the ending we thought was going to happen. Look, I thought middle of the day today, I thought Mike Gundy was going to get fired. I said, how can he coach? If players don't want to play for him, doesn't matter what your politics are. If players aren't going to come play, what are you going to do? And so I give Oklahoma State the nod for coming together on this and trying to figure it out as fast, as, as best as they can uh, because it didn't look good early in the day. I'm like, how does he come back from this? I, I, I don't know. If players won't play for you, what, what can you do? I mean, if you're Oklahoma State going, okay, our co- no one wants to come play here. We're not going to be able to recruit. These play- yeah. We're going to lose our leading rusher. I mean, really, what recourse do you have? But they figured this out at the end of the day, and that's something I didn't expect that was going to happen. Well, notice Gundy didn't really apologize. Like, oh, I've been made yeah. aware. So, yeah. you know, whereas Chuba Hubbard – Again, uh, he wants us to apology. know his, he wants us to know what his politics are without really letting us know. That's yeah. Just my my initial response to it, and again, they they put the video up and slapped hands and and quelled it, but still lurking underneath is what prompted the the reaction. Was it just the T-shirt? I'm finding it hard to believe that it was just the OAN T-shirt 
that did it. So I'd be curious around the locker room and around the culture uh, of the team, right? We're watching it in Iowa, right? They just sent their strength strength uh, coach that had been there for two decades away. They gave him a nice $1.1 million check on the way out uh, as dozens of players come forward. Kirk Ferentz could say all the right things. There's still got to be more investigation of what was going on there. You look at this situation, all these guys came out very quickly behind Schubert Hubbard. What else, what else is there? Like what, what, what prompted that? Hey, this, this is it. Cause I, I don't think he immediately went to, you know, Wikipedia and did deep dive searches of what that organization was all about. Maybe he knew everything about it, right? I, I'm sure for many OAN, what's OAN? And had to go and do a little bit of a yeah. deep dive, maybe find a couple of videos, whatever, to kind of solidify what their position was in that. We watched Texas over the course of the weekend. I mean, when, if you want to go through the conference as we, we roll through, you know, with a bunch of demands uh, about renaming and some of the other program uh, differences they'd like to see. And you started talking about guys that are alums and part of that base just saying, hey, I'm not going to be part of the alumni network. And we know how big a deal it is because you saw all the fanfare when Reggie Bush's 10 years was up. Three, two, Mike Bone and everybody else unleashing message after message of, hey, welcome back, Reggie Bush. This is going to print us money, right? This is going to make us good in recruiting, right? This is going to help Reggie be around and not just picking up 15-yard penalties when he's in the end zone. No, this is going to be big for the program. So Texas is weighing how they best respond to that. So you're seeing athletes get their voices, I think, is the point I'm trying to, to make here. It's not just the NBA. It's not Major League Baseball, uh, you know, getting entrenched and saying, hey, owners, blank you. You got a lot of college football and college basketball players that feel empowered, that see the support behind them, and they're not going to be afraid to speak up, whereas for decades, centuries overall, perhaps they were. Twitter at how about a fresca Mike at Swollen Dome. And look, I, I agree. It's awesome that players are now having the confidence to come out and say something like this without worrying about, boy, am I going to be in the coach's doghouse? Is something going to happen to me? It's really great that the players can say, hey, I got a question about this coach and, and you need to tell me what this is all about and what you think. And that's always the best part, right? It's, al- it's always the best part is, hey, when something happens, let's talk about this. Because dialogue and talking and asking questions, right? It, that's the biggest thing is asking that's the best thing you can do coach what's up with you in this t-shirt all right let's have a conversation about it and let's see and now let's see what happens from here going forward are we really going to see change Mike Gundy talks about change Chuba Hubbard talked about change he wants to transfer to Syracuse that's fine uh you know he talked to, uh, but look everybody's talking about it. now let's see how it goes now let's see because I'd like to see Mike Gundy take a step forward from where he was a couple months ago with ready to sacrifice uh young players and their health to just go out and make money for the state of Oklahoma so I'm I'm hopeful that he can grow a little bit, too, in this situation. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Phone number 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369. We got more college football on the way. But coming up next, we have very nice tie shirt. You're on my side with this, buddy. Yeah, all right. You may actually have a B-plus night tonight playing this song. That's all I aim for, Jay. Yeah, you might have that. Oh, uh, well. yeah, I know all the words of fever dog took, took back the singing uh, kudos from earlier, though. Yet. Why do I keep feeling like I'm a joke to you? Uh, the T-shirt <laughs> is everything. Uh, oh, by the way, hot take best movie since the millennium. Almost famous. Not even close. Uh, boy, that's a hot take coming up next. 
We got more on the situation with Major League Baseball. Are we really not going to have a season after what Rob Manfred said today? It's coming up next. Keep it right here. Fox. I love you, Russell. Fever. I'm a golden god. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs. For man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. I thought we'd get another song from Stillwater. Fight Island is real. (laughs) So today, bombshell dropped in our laps from Major League Baseball, ESPN having their big return to sports seminar featuring commissioners from the various sports. And the big headline was made by Rob Manfred. The commissioner who just last week said, I am 100%. We are going to have a baseball season. Are you 99%? No, 100% we're going to have it. 100%. We're going to have it. We're going to have it. Okay, not 99 and 44 and under ivory snow. No, no, no. 100% we're going to have it. Today he went on ESPN and said, well. I'm not confident, uh, Mike. I I think there's real risk. And um, as long as there's no dialogue, that real risk is going to continue. So now, not so much. Oh, well, you know, last week, but now it's not. And it was a really big deal when over the weekend the players said, forget it, stop coming at us with these ridiculous proposals. Just tell us when, because you can implement the 50-game season that we agreed to in March. Tell us when and where, and we're going to report. And now today, Rob Manfred has said, well, I don't know that we can do that. We need the players to drop certain things uh, legally, and we want them to come back to the negotiating table. This lets everybody know the owners are okay with canceling the season. In fact, I don't know that the plan all along wasn't to run out the clock where the owners could say, oh, we tried, but, you know, the uh, players wouldn't take our proposal, so there's no baseball. Some of the owners, many of them, don't care. Many of them also would lose less money if they don't play a game, so let's cut our losses. This is where we're at right now. The players, they called Manfred's bluff. And now here we are, and the owners have a lot of answering to do if we're going to have a season. Joining us now on the hotline, longtime baseball insider. Check him out on the Hall of Justice podcast, Sports with Friends podcast. It is Seth Everett. Seth, what's happening, buddy? What's up, baby? Yeah, buddy. Great intro. This is such a great intro. Well, I, I, you, you complained about your intro. You're the only person to ever complain about their intro music. You know that, right? No, it's if there's... It's a fact. I mean, it's a known fact. If there are 100 great Prince songs, Kiss is not on the list. And it doesn't mean Kiss is a bad song. It just means that it would be, at best, 101. Look, like Kiss I said, is I, on the list for Hall and Oates. It was on the list for Hall and Oates. And I thought it, and I just said, one of these guys is going to say that. Well, listen, we, we, don't, we don't play, and I don't listen to When Doves Cry, because that's like my least favorite Prince song ever. Every I time I listen to Purple Rain, I His skip birthday. over it. His birthday over. was two weekends ago, and a bunch yeah. of friends and I, we made our top 20 worst Prince songs ever recorded. Now, and the wow. one that is my, my all-timer was released for the Minnesota Vikings in 2010 when they had Dante Culpepper and Prince tried to write a song to inspire them. It's the all-time worst Prince song ever. Wow. I, I, I remember bad. hearing that story. It's I called remember Purple hearing... and Gold, and it's wow. garbage. Just wow. find it on YouTube or something. It's, it's, it's awful. Garbage. All right, what's worse, that song or what's going on with Major League Baseball right now? Hey, what's going on with Major League Baseball is exactly what I told you guys about six weeks ago. Just saying. 
I said they shouldn't play, and the only dumb mistake that they're making is they're blaming it on each other when they should have been blaming it on COVID. Because the plan was hodgepodge at best, and we have seen in this time of pandemic, some companies have been very, very forward-thinking. I'll give you two quick examples. There's a Comic-Con company called Wizard World that can't do Comic-Cons, obviously, and they are making money hand over fist doing virtual cons. Yeah, they are. Forward thinking. I'm interviewing the eight, the cast of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tomorrow. For that. Nicely done. I mean, McGregor and Christensen are getting together to reenact that high ground scene. Yes, I have the high ground. So then <laughs> he so warned then, him. He told him Ford. I have the high ground. He warned him. I mean, what, what do you want? It's your fault, Anakin. He told you. Sorry. So Ford, Ford said, we can't make cars, but they need ventilators, so let's make ventilators, and everybody applauded them, right? Baseball has a CBA coming. They have a broken sport with seven straight years of declining attendance, yet all-time in revenues, and they can't figure out how to divvy it up. Why didn't they just go into a room, isolate for 14 days, because that's the protocol, and then come out and not leave until you had at least six years of labor peace? But everybody wasn't doing that. And I have an accusation to make, and this is something that it really bothers me because I feel like I'm on an island, and you guys may not agree with this. But this is about our brethren in the media. Wait, is it Fight Island? If we're on Fight Island, I'm in on that. No, this is not. I'm not even being flippant here. Fight Island is real. I'm not being flippant here. This is bad. The people that are writing, and you guys follow them on Twitter, and they're all friends of ours. You know, we know who they are. I don't, I don't want to say their names, but the people who are writing that this is some kind of travesty, that this is tragic, and that baseball, this is shades of 94, I think they're all worried that they're going to get furloughed or laid off, and I really do. I think that the media has misled this in all the time because my career does not affect whether or not baseball is played, and I don't understand why people are saying this has to happen. Because this is hodgepodge at best. Come back in April of 21 with a new CBA and fans in the damn stands. Do that, and you'd be a forward-thinking sport, too. How do you like that? Wow. Just right to it. Hot take right there. I thought I he was going to start fur- naming names. The non-furlough take. I like that. That's, well, I haven't heard that one. That's a good one. I well, hope but it's but not it true. I it, hope right? it's not true. But if you, if you read these articles, when I read these articles from people I really respect, and they are saying, this is baseball's darkest hour. No, it's not. 94 was its darkest hour. Because they had no pandemic as an excuse. Yeah, the this problem is, is they went past getting using it as an excuse, Seth. I mean, no, I, we still Mike, have 67 pages that. of stuff that uh, they could have, and they, they ham-handed it, and, well, here we are. But, but you're, seeing, you're seeing, look, you know, they're, they're using college football kids as guinea pigs to see if they can open up schools. The NFL is supposedly coming hell or high water. NHL and NBA are trying, even though there's all kinds of problems there. The thing with baseball was – Everything about the plan doesn't make sense. The owners didn't want to do it with no fans because of the low revenues. The Cardinals owner and the Cubs owner are talking about how they're hemorrhaging money when you just signed a $2.32 billion deal with Turner. And I'd love to see your ledgers from 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, 2015. How far do you want to go back? Because they have slush funds on top of slush funds. They are lying, and they know it. 
And the problem is, I don't think the owners want to play. The players don't want to play. And they are just going to try to make each other look like the bad guy. And I don't see some national tragedy here. The tragedy is the hundreds of thousands of people that died. That's the tragedy, not baseball. And what we want as sports fans are sports back. And as long as the NBA and the NHL can give us that, and college football and hopefully the NFL can give us that, baseball's not going to be the afterthought of coronavirus. Come back in April of 21 with a new labor piece, at least six years of labor piece, and fix that damn sport. Seth, how much of it has to do with there's too many owners that really just don't care? Because getting into the getting into the the club of ownership, right? It's a cool thing that you know. There's lots of millionaires and billionaires, but there's only thirty that own a baseball team and thirty two that own a football team. Because we have many many owners who are not baseball people, and so when you look at baseball strictly as a business, and I get it, you should always look at at, at sports as a business. But the NBA and the even the NHL is finding a way to say, okay, we'll figure out the money parts of it now. If you don't want to play, we'll figure that out too. We're figuring out the money. You know, I, I look at owners and go. Not that I'm, I'm, the, I'm the bleeding heart, oh, you got to love baseball, but if you had more owners who were more in tune and, and more, hey, listen, I, I get what baseball means and what we should be able to do to be able to come together, we wouldn't be in this situation. But when you have businessmen who say, well, here's a business, I can cut losses if we don't play versus playing, why would I not do that? Can I, mean, I that, give that's, you a, that's, that's you want, you want another it. hot take for your, for your funny Twitters that Softy will not let you say? <laughs> sure, go ahead. All right, the top three Justice League. No, I'm just kidding. Um, if you want, <laughs> if you, <laughs> if 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 more owners cared about the overall health of this sport, Jimmy Lee Solomon would be commissioner right now and not Rob Manfred. That that's a fact, because Jimmy Lee Solomon was grooming for that position, and that was Bud's first choice, and Rob Manfred was the labor guy. And Rob Manfred asserted himself because he averted the 2002 strike and the almost contraction of the Minnesota Twins and the Montreal Expos. And that's how Rob Manfred leapfrogged over Jimmy Lee Solomon, who's not in baseball anymore. Well, he hasn't been in baseball in like eight years. That's got, that had to hurt him, too, coming he, in, right? He's a- no, no, no. But when the commissionership was up, Jimmy Lee was very, very active. And that was the guy. He was the guy. People went up to him in, in that sport, and had, he had reverence for the game of baseball. And what Jimmy Lee Solomon could have done with this sport is recognize the flaws that was happening. And it wasn't people on an island just sitting here and saying, wait a second, the game is slower. Wait a second, they're not playing defense the same way. Wait a minute, what's launch angle? Wait a minute, what's the shift? All those things that were coming in. Why are there all people that throw 100 miles an hour and no Bob Shirley's and no Jamie Moyers anymore? Why do we have all those things? And the, the league can figure that out because that's what forward-thinking companies are doing during this pandemic. I see that commercial for Microsoft Teams all the time. They, they have people that are trying to do things. But baseball just wanted to do something hodgepodge. And remember, I said to you guys a couple of weeks ago, if a certain president called a certain commissioner and said, get those sons of blanks on the field, that call never took place. And that's why you're not going to have a season. And the the union wants to sue the league in the worst way because the league has been lying about so much of their revenues. (laughs) 
And so that's why if Rob Manfred puts out a schedule, because I had one guy who runs a radio station text me and say, hey, did they get the schedule yet? Hey, you're an insider. Do you have the schedule? I was like, are you joking? <laughs> yeah, Yankees, Red Sox on July 12th. Are you kidding? And the thing about this whole point is that baseball could have blamed it all on COVID and said, wait a minute, let's lock ourselves in a room and address all the hard issues that this sport is facing. So instead, you're going to cancel this season, and you're still going to have a, a strike looming in 2021. This sport just accelerated its downfall. Hey, hey uh, Seth, what would, what would Bud do? <laughs> Your guy, Bud C, like, what do you think he'd be doing in this uh, no, He'd situation? call the whole thing a tie. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'd, you know what? Honestly, we'd still be in the same part with Bud Sealy because no, Bud it's a Sealy... different. It's a different. It's a different rhetoric, though, because Tony Clark is all ears. Don Fear never used to answer the phone. See, the difference is, is the union hated the league just in the beginning, just because. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't have something like this as an excuse. What what basically has happened is. If the league had come out and said, yeah, our revenues are down in 2020 without fans and parking and concessions and all those things, and if they wanted to say that, the union would have said, yes, you're right. So you're going to have to dip into 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, and mm -hmm. all these billions of revenue. And the MLB advanced media money alone could pay half the payrolls if you did an 81-game season at full money. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even have to dip into their TV money. That's how much money the owners have. And they're lying when they're saying they're hemorrhaging money. Because, yes, if you shorten the book and you only talk about 2020, yeah, everybody's book looks bad. I know. But you're not a business that's thinking about whether or not you're going to be able to pay your rent and stay open for when phase three of your reopening in whatever state you're in. So the league has to recognize that don't cry poverty. Blame it on COVID. Like that, it was the easiest out. If they blamed it on COVID, all they'd have to do is say, and you know what we're going to do during this time? We are going to fix our game. We're going to get our labor piece, and we're coming back with fans, mind you, in April of 21. And it would have been applauded. We would have not harped on it the way we are, and we would have moved on. And once we get sports back, it's going to come back in such a fervor that no one's going to remember that baseball canceled their season. You can follow him on Twitter at Seth underscore Everett. That is at Seth underscore Everett, longtime baseball insider. Sports with Friends podcast, Hall of Justice podcast. Coming up on his next Hall of Justice podcast, his favorite DC heroes outside of the big three. So be ready for that. That's coming up. It's very easy. The Flash. And that's purple and gold, folks. Play that in its entirety. Why do we want to play a bad song? It's the all-time worst print song. You're really just going to default to Green Lantern and the Flash, really? You go right to Green Lantern Flash? Come on, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, Kyle Rayner. You had Guy Gardner. There's four Green Lanterns. It's great yeah. drama. That's too, and he had the one guy with the really big forehead, too. And there's a new <laughs> Seth Sinestro. And, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a new series coming to HBO Max if we ever can start filming things again. Mm. We got a Sinestro reference. I'll tell you. 
Maybe they'll get and Ryan Reynolds. And Gold is playing on Fox yeah. Sports Radio. I love it. <laughs> Don't worry. You're not going to have to pay the, the nickel to whatever company because this was internet only, and the Vikings lost that game, and they said, no, thank you, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> and they got rid of Ragnar and said, you yeah, stay I was, out there. I was just going to say, they might as well blame this uh, one on Ragnar, too. <laughs> thanks a bunch, Seth. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, great <laughs> stuff. From Seth Everett, as always. All right, we got to stop this song now. We got to stop. This song is awful. You got to stop. No, no, stop. You stop this song. It's an awful song. Seth is right. Uh, we got more coming up in 90, but first. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. (laughs) Well, he had purple and gold. Now we got Burl Ives. Got to celebrate Super Burl Ives. I'm going to watch some claymation classics, uh, damn it. Yukon Cornelius. Legend. Little, little silver Hermie. and gold. All right, tie shirt. Here's your challenge for the rest of the show tonight. This was already challenging enough to know what this I was. Know. All right, so Seth Everett <laughs> brought up the worst Prince song ever, Purple and Gold, he wrote for the Vikings. Okay. This is Silver and Gold. Every song we hear for the rest of the night has to be something and something, and it's got to be two colors. What? Yep, it's got to be two colors. That's your challenge. I might just do Peppers again all night. I already know like three songs you can use. Do you? It's got to be a color and color. All right. That's what it is. All right, I'll try my best. All right, there you go. T-shirt has that as his challenge for the night. Uh, So earlier today, maybe you saw the story that the Cowboys and Texans are dealing with cases of Mm COVID-19. Ezekiel Elliott, the highest profile player to test positive for coronavirus. Supposedly he's doing okay. The other players are doing okay. Elliott's upset that the positive coronavirus test results got out, but this doesn't take away from the fact that here's the NFL less than now, less than a month away from sending teams to training camp and they're dealing with, players testing positive for COVID-19. And this isn't even players who are together. These are players who haven't even been around the team and they have players testing positive for COVID-19. Texas, of course, is one of the states that has seen a rise in coronavirus cases because they were one of the first to open up, just like Florida was. And, you know, the more time goes on with stories like this for the NFL, it just gets more and more reality that their plan of opening up in the middle of September is what they're going to have to do. Are they really going to be able to, in a month, have a plan for 100 people, just players, plus the, the coaching staff, plus the people who are around the team, plus the training staff, plus the equipment staff, plus people who are around the field, are you going to have enough in place where you can have a training camp? And you could, I don't think you are. I, I mean, just in a month, are you going to have some kind of plan for all of those people? Because you need all of those people to be able to put on a football camp in 32 different cities. I don't think you're going to have that. I don't think we'll be at that point. And I think in a, in a month or in a couple of weeks, we're going to have the NFL say, we're going to postpone. We're going to start middle of October. That's our thing. And, and we're going to start with that week in the schedule. We're going to go from there. And that's our plan. Because the more stories like this, you realize you can't stop it. And the more positive coronavirus cases, 
cases we get. I understand that the country is moving towards, well, what if we just ignore the tests? It doesn't matter. No, you can't do that. Uh, especially when hey, 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 if you're going to get the quote play. right, if, if you know? we don't test anymore, then the yeah. numbers will go if we down. Don't te- yeah, if we don't test anymore, we're not gonna, that's great. Oh, that's, that's right. I, I read that aloud, yeah. and I said, uh, <laughs> Madeline, my 11-year-old, uh, tell me what's wrong with this. And I, I, hand, I conferred on her a doctorate uh, immediately thereafter. Um, so I, I get that's where we're yeah. going, but still, you're going to have, when you have positive coronavirus cases and, play, and the NFL is going to test all the time, so is all of sports, you're not going to be able to continue to have a season. So I, the, the, I see this story today, and I go, yeah, in a couple of weeks we're going to find out. We're going to go to camp at the beginning of September and figure it out then. Or you're rushing headlong. Mm. Start singing the Queen song while you're at it. Now, the, as we talked about with Jason Lock and Four, though, I mean, you're talking about position rooms. You're talking about cramped spaces and trying to figure out. My, my idea was, you know, for those guys that are trying to make the team, you know what, you get the first week. Take your shots. Because you know they're only you're only looking for three or four guys uh, on the back end of the roster anyway, so give them their chance, then blow them out instead of having an extra fifty bodies around. So that'll mitigate some of it. But uh, yeah, you keep pushing forward. The positive tests will keep coming. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. We're getting closer and closer to that. Coming up next, big stories out of baseball and basketball. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios. And today clearly has been owned by the stories coming out of Major League Baseball, the National Football League, the NBA, and it all revolves around returning to play coronavirus as conditions have yet to be met in some sports and some sports may not want to come back at all. It's been that kind of day. And oh, by the way, yes, Mike Gundy and wearing a T-shirt that got him in a lot of trouble. Yeah, um, you had that. I mean, well, that was short lived. So yeah, it well, it, it happened. At least on the surface. Yeah, well, we'll see. So. Hey, we'll get into that next hour, but because you know, we just talked about it. But it, it's something that now it's okay. Now let's see what happens from here on out, which, again, is where we should be after conversations and stories like this. I'm a man. I mean, I had a good I'm sandwich today, so that was good. Uh, that's good. <laughs> but Major League Baseball, we, and, and thanks to Seth Everett for stopping by a mm-hmm. few minutes ago, uh, is really at the crux of everything with uh, Commissioner Rob Manfred uh, going on ESPN earlier tonight and saying that he thinks the MLB season is now completely at risk. Here he is earlier tonight on ESPN. Let's hear Rob Manfred. I'm not confident, uh, Mike. I I, I think there's real risk, and um, as long as there's no dialogue, that real risk is going to continue. This is a week after he had said 100% unequivocally we're going to have a baseball season. We're going to have it. We're going to have it. It's going to happen, no doubt. How much 100% is not 99% or I'm 98%, I'm 75%. No, no, 100% is 100%. Now, no, now I don't think we're going to happen because um, there's so many things going on with our labor negotiations that we can't get set. And now you want to throw on there this report from Bob Nightingale, USA Today Baseball Insider, who put out that several major league players and coaches have tested positive for COVID-19 
and it's this belief that makes it makes them think it might be unsafe to start the season it's early. It's a good leak, right? Even if they get to an agreement <laughs> in their labor dispute. Oh, by the way, we got players with coronavirus. Yeah, no, oh. see that 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 might be the fishiest okay. headline of the day, ah, right? Everything going is. on, and, ah. and look, Bob comes on the show, uh, and Bob's been around baseball a long, long time. But to throw that up in the middle uh, when everybody is you both lit matches and fired mm. the biggest canisters of gasoline that you can on the name baseball. Oh, by the way, a couple of guys have tested positive. Yeah, yeah that's not fishy at all. No, no. And, and look, and here's the thing, and this is why, look, baseball should be embarrassed at this entire situation because baseball got found out. And when I say baseball, I mean Rob Manfred and the owners. All right, all this time we've had the negotiations back and forth and the owners have been slowly coming towards the players a little bit. And now what we've had transpire over the past few days you understand clearly the owners were trying to play run out the clock because the players said listen we're sick and tired of having these ridiculously uh small increments of of offers to us time is running out you tell us when and where we're ready to start the season because baseball and rob manfred have hung over the entire negotiations process I can implement a 50-game season if I want to. This is what we agreed on in March. Mm-hmm. Not something the players wanted, but they agreed on this in March. So this is what it's going to be, and that's been hanging over the negotiations. Now baseball is saying, MLBPA is saying, tell us when and where are ready to show up. Max Scherzer put out a tweet tonight. Tell us when and where are ready to show up. Because they know that by pushing this onus back on Major League Baseball, it would expose Manfred and the owners for being – being behind the, well, we really don't want to play the season. Because if they really were, what would have happened after the player said, tell us when and where? Rob Manfred would have had a press conference today saying, all right, I'm sorry we couldn't come to a long-term agreement, but here's what we're doing. We're going to have a season. We're going to play 54 games. It's going to start here. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And now we're moving towards and We're going to have players in camp in a couple of weeks. Right? But we didn't get that. Instead, we got from Rob Manfred, ah, I don't know. He wants everybody to get back to the bargaining table. He won't implement the season unless he gets more concessions from the players legally. I mean, really, they're saying, go ahead, give us the season you've wanted to give us all along. And Rob Manfred's going, well, I, I don't know that we're going to do that quite yet. Look, owners have wanted to shelve this season, many of them. Some owners want to play, but many of them, too many of them say, I've already lost a lot of money, and I will lose less money if we don't play than if we, than if we do play. And I don't love baseball that much because this is my business. I don't love baseball that much to, to take any kind of loss, and so I would rather not have a season because I'm not going to keep going in this negotiation and force us to open our books so I can really show you how much money we're making. Because if the reason the owners don't want to open their books is not to show you they're making money, they don't want you to see how much money they're making because then the players are going to say, whoa, we need way more than this in the next collective bargaining because that's why they can't open their books. Not because to show you, oh, we're still making money. They don't want you to see how much money they're making because I I forget who it was uh, encapsulated a great on Twitter earlier tonight when he said the Marlins who have been at the bottom of attendance for the past 15 years and can't afford anything still gave Giancarlo Stanton a $300 million contract. So how much money could they be losing when they gave one guy that kind of cash? And that's really the truth. That's where it is. If baseball was a losing bet and owners were losing money, they'd be getting out because nobody stays in a losing business. Businessmen don't stay in a losing business. They find a way to get out. Look, the Wilpons are losing money because they got caught up in a Ponzi scheme and they can't make the money back fast <laughs> enough. So now it's like, we got to sell the team. We can't, we can't, we're not making money on it anymore. We got to get out. Okay, this is how it works. 
Everybody would be doing that. So now the players have exposed the owners as you really don't want a season, and now we're going to force you to admit that. Either you come to us with a season that we play, or now you're going to be forced to admit that, yeah, we really don't want a season. And it's embarrassing this is where it's at, but this is all on Manfred. It's all on the owners. I get that there's going to be, oh, the players are greedy, the uh, the owners are the ones who have the money on this. The owners are the ones that can be doing things to move towards the players to play a shorter season, and they just won't do it. And this is what it's all about. It's on them. If we don't have baseball, that's who it's because. Yeah, you keep going back to the the dollars and cents, right? The Forbes article, and again, I, I take those with a grain of salt, but the average of $50 million was the profit last year. Okay, so on a year-to-year basis, maybe there's a few teams that because of – the lack of traffic through the doors. Take the Marlins, for instance. I think last year was, what, 10,200 people or thereabouts per home game. You could argue, okay, maybe they operated a loss. But the value of the franchise is still upwards of, what, $1.5, $1.7 billion or thereabouts just because, well, that's the the price of a, a toy and the dollars and cents for the television deals, as we saw with the Turner deal, right? That's not some massive deal over a long period of time. That's very short and still got you to a billion dollars, right? So we're, we're talking about the influx of money spread apart uh, by 30 teams. I mean, that's, that's a nice chunk of change. That's passive income, right? That's owning the rental property uh, for the average American, if they can get to that, right? Of, hey, here's how I have some something earning me money that I, I don't have to be aggressively and actively working through. The renters pay me money. I fix stuff when it's broken, clap my hands, and uh, we go on with our lives, right? So when we get to this point in the equation, it's like, all right, what's the total loss now versus what are the ripple effects? And I, I think that's where everybody keeps getting tripped up of trying to do that calculation. And it's, it's fuzzy math, right? Because who's to say that whatever deal you broker now doesn't get ripped up for 2021 if, we don't, if we're still in a position where you can't have fans in the stands in a number of stadium, right? Because that's where it goes back to March. I'd love to see a copy of the, what, three paragraphs that probably define the thing at the heart of the argument of, well, we agreed in March to this amount and you're going to pay us this amount. No, we didn't. We said that was, that was if people were back in the stands, like, all right, you got to show me. I mean, literally it'll take me two lines, although it's legalese. So it's probably three pages to, to say that one line, but just the idea of, all right, a little bit of transparency is where we're fighting, but Go find Steinbrenners, go find Reinsdorf and a couple other of the powerful owners and figure out which side they're on. They're the ones that are pushing the string. So as much as Manfred's getting beat up, really, remember, he's just a puppet anyway. And now he's a puppet issuing bad speaking lines while he's at it. Well, look at this, because it extends past him to MLB Deputy Commissioner Dan Halem, who is the the second in line uh, behind Rob Manfred. Uh in the Bob Nightingale column I told you about, in which now you know players have tested positive so for COVID-19, uh, he was asked why Major League Baseball is not going to go with the players and play a longer season. And this is a quote from Dan Halem, who said, this is today, in today's, in today's paper. 
the association's proposals to play as many games as possible as deep into the fall as possible increases the health risks to players and staff, which is not something we are prepared to do. Okay, so why not okay the 50-game season then? If this is, you got what you wanted, right? You've gotten what you wanted. The, the owners, you get what you want, right? You didn't get a long-term thing, but you got what you wanted. 50-game season, we're going to prorate the salaries. This is what we wanted. Why haven't you done it then? Well, I mean, really, this, this is again, why you get to exposure. go to the uh, – Why have you not done it? You know? This is where you get to go to the four corners uh, offense. I mean, uh, they're just they're just and, trying to – Run as, clock. They're just trying – the, the entire strategy now has become clear that – the owners never really wanted to play. And look, how much do the, do the players want to play? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much anybody really wants to play sports right now because of the coronavirus and how safe they're going to feel going back. You got players in the NBA who don't want to play. I'm sure you got many baseball players who don't want to play. I don't know who wants to play, but I know the owners would rather not have a season. And they were hoping that we could have this negotiation just kind of play itself out till we get to the point where we can say we can't have a season. There's no we couldn't come to an agreement with the players, so now we're gonna cancel the season, come back in April, and the players are gonna wear this as much as we are. But now they can't do it because they called them out on it. You know, they call and now it's like, okay, now 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 you can't do it because now we've we've called out, we've sounded the bell on it, and now you try to do that after everybody knows that you won't put the season in place when you promise this is what you were going to do. So at least we have the players now that have done this. So if the owners are really bent on canceling the season, they're really going to wear it because now we know that's what they wanted. But I guarantee you this was the thing all along. Let's just keep going. We're not going to have an agreement. We're not going to come towards the players nearly enough for them to accept what we want them to accept. So we're going to go, and then we're going to finish it, and everybody can just go away, and we can come back and try to play again in, in the next in next spring. Well, it seems if you wanted to get to the intellectual honesty of it all, just say it and be done. You'll get a short-term thing of hate, but then that gives you buys you months to go and actually fix the problems, right? I don't know how much COVID-19 is informing this so much as money. And even on the player side, I don't know how much is fear of the, the COVID uh, virus itself versus being away from your family, right? I mean, that's that's part of it, but it's an offshoot, right? It's part of the larger spider web and not the uh, the genesis of it. Like you find, oh, that's cute. He's working on it. And then you come back in the middle of the night and, well, it's now spread to the tree across the walkway. So now you're covered in spider web. Yeah, this is the, oh, that's cute. Look at, let's see what kind of pattern they, they create. Uh, the root of it is money and, and, and for both sides. And so I wonder if the owners aren't just trying to run the clock out to where there's no potential of a negotiation. It's like, oh, all right, now we have to, to do the 48 to 50, like we talked about before, as opposed to here where it's still, we can still save 70 games. Come on, we can still do this. And all the optimism and excitement, or at least faux excitement, uh, perhaps if you don't believe that the words of Tony Clark are, are genuine, Either way, you're set up for one doozy of a CBA negotiation. I don't envy anybody on the MLB beat, right? <laughs> like Seth Everett was saying before, guys are caught in a very difficult spot because baseball's their living. So Twitter, some, yeah. some no, of it no, is, is, is going to be difficult, you know, test balloons that have to be offered up, 
like the one. I mean, look at what Bob Nightingale had to put up today. Do we buy that? That's anything other than a, hey, by the way, it's still unsafe out there kind of moment, right? I mean, that, that's just the unfortunate part of it. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, 877-99 on Fox is the number. Twitter, at HowAboutAFresca, that's on Twitter. At HowAboutAFresca, Mike is at Swollen Dome. Uh, Tonight's show brought to you by Geico, although we're apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico sharing more, too, with the Geico Giveback. A 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback. That's geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. Uh, Coming up next, wasn't just Major League Baseball having to answer some questions tonight. It was the National Basketball Association. And wait till we tell you what Commissioner Adam Silver had to say to tamp out a big fire that was going. That's coming up next right here on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Very nice. Very nice, Alex Tyson. I gave you the challenge. Every song tonight had to be blank and blank, with the blanks being colors. And you've had it up so far. Very nice. <laughs> I just keep waiting for black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. That's a safe and... one. I know that's yeah, that's, that's easy. That's like uh, the chalk. How about uh, Golden Green by Sugarland off of their... Uh, Christmas album. Ooh. Sorry. Holiday, 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 holiday. What if I teased you and told you I found a Red Hot Chili Peppers one? Oh, boy. Okay. What's that? Red Hot and Blue? Is that what it is? No. No? Oh, okay. All right. If you found it, that's fine. You sure you don't have a Syracuse Syracuse song called Blue and Orange or something like that? Uh, Or the hills of Onondaga to the Webbers on the north side. Um, No, we we don't really. Yeah, they have to win something first. Uh, wow. we have, which this is uh, it's hard to find words that rhyme with orange because there's not really many. So that's why we don't really have that song. This is where you get cute and you say it doesn't have to rhyme. Nah, uh, songs have to rhyme. You can't have songs not rhyme. Even Bob Dylan, who just talks to even his songs. rhyme. You, you don't you don't dare try to put any disrespect on the name. Yeah, of I Zimmerman. say even Bob Dylan rhymes. That's what it is. OK, because I was getting no, but you kind of were uh, mocking <laughs> the d- style of delivery. I'll come down that line and I'll defeat you. I just said, Bob, yeah, like a rook. I just said he even he rhymes. One of my favorite concerts I ever attended. I'm on every rung. Uh, now, before we get into what's going on with the NBA and what happened tonight with Adam Silver, uh, we have to settle something right now that's going on deep on the Internet that I can't believe this is actually a story. So we have to just talk about it and put it to bed. Okay. There's actually a debate going on that five guys is better than Shake Shack. And I can't well, understand Shake Shack's anybody. got some other things going on tonight. No, no. It do- well, I thought it was just Shake Shack versus five guys. I thought that's what was going on. No, Is other things a, happening uh, with Shake Shack? There, there's a pretty disturbing uh, story coming out of uh, Oh, Manhattan is there? Tonight, oh, uh, I did not know that. Potential of uh, a couple of officers claiming they were intentionally poisoned 
with a bleach-like substance. Not to wow. bring us down, but no. since wow. it came into the purview. This is a developing oh. story. There are statements from the New York police. Oh. So, yeah. It, there uh, goes that debate. Oh, there goes that Sorry, debate. The, the debate I, thought of, it was uh, a deb- I thought it was a debate of Shake Shack versus a Five Yeah, guys. no, that might like, have oh. been out there, too. Uh, oh. that, that one's been... Uh, oh, it's too bad. That's been tabled. Oh, boy. Okay. All Sorry, right. Buddy. Well, that's all right. Well, I thought that was a debate, and I'm like, oh, well, come on. Five guys? I mean, really? I, I Either way, I don't really have a, I have one in that fight, because I, I don't uh, really... Listen, I've not really been to either. It's White Castle, it's Culver's, all over five guys. I mean, come on, White Castle is the gold standard. I mean, White Castle, oh my God, White Castle is the best. I think um, it's been about five years since I've been to a five guys. Yeah, I mean, five guys is, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, no, I've just never, never uh, bought in for five guys. Plus, if you get a burger there, it's like 11,000 calories. It's like the worst thing in the world for you. You're it's saying like, that like it's you like wouldn't the worst still doubt burger. it. Come on. No, no, I, no but I, I could go someplace and get a burger that's a little bit better and not quite as unhealthy. I really, I think, I, th- I, th- I thought in a, oh, yeah? in, in a, oh, sure I can. Uh, in, in, a, in a survey, it was like that was the one that had the most bad stuff in it, right? I think that's what it was. You ever been yeah, to Fat Sal's? Hey, you take it easy on Fat Sal. Saying. Um, uh, I I think I'm going to introduce the kids to Fat Sal's this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Father's Day. They used to be a wing place in uh, Syracuse, I think, Fat Sal's. See, there you go, man. Next level. It's expansion. Yeah, so that is uh, so that's that's part there. I, I I did not know about that other part of the conversation. No, well, I just thought you know, as as things are brewing and you bring it up, it's. You know, not to bring people down, but yes, uh, the little dose of reality which is going on out there right now. Well, I'm I'm glad you told me about that, but I I'm, I was very I was very surprised about. So that. five right, guys so wins by default, then, right? No, no, no. <laughs> five. There's no. No, it's like it's like Nick Bakai would say. There are no winners here. <laughs> the advantage. There are no. Winners. <laughs> that is that is what Nick Bakai would there, say. There are That's no winners right. here. Noted push. Buffalo Bills fan. Nick. Bakai. I used to love that when Nick Bakai would say advantage. Push. There are no winners here. That was always so incredibly funny. <laughs> we got to get him on come football season. Oh, Nick come on. is so funny. Good friend. Um, but the big story tonight out of the NBA is, is involving Adam Silver and something the NBA has done that Major League Baseball really can't figure out the right way to do. When Kyrie Irving led the player meeting on Friday about how much NBA players didn't want to go play when the NBA season resumes in Orlando. Uh, there were many reasons that were given for it. There was the coronavirus uh, concerns. There was the concern that uh, the league is somehow taking advantage of the players and the bad optic to have black men who are kind of confined in a, you know, in a quote bubble in Orlando was a bad optic and, and that, you know, something didn't smell right to Kyrie Irving on this whole thing. Many different reasons why players wouldn't want to play. And look, Kyrie Irving, we said it, the guy's a complete and total wild card. Why was he saying what he was saying? Was he really upset at the way players are being treated? I can't believe he tried to make the NBA out to be bad guys. I get if you're concerned about playing, I completely understand it. But the reasons he was giving, I don't get why suddenly it's the NBA's fault. They're trying to have a season. And, you know, Kyrie Irving is, is, didn't have a problem with any of this plan a week ago because he was in, you know, look, being high up on the, on, on the, on the committee that he's been, he's been elected to. He didn't really have any questions. They were all about soft drinks. What, what kind of drinks are you going to have? Are we going to have saunas in Orlando? And mm. now suddenly a week later it was where nothing has changed. It was we, we shouldn't go play. 
the NBA is taking advantage of us. So while this has gone on over the weekend, two things have happened. One, the NBA players have kind of narrowed their concerns, which was a really good thing. Because if you want to sit here and say, all right, what, what, what is Kyrie Irving even trying to do? I don't know if he's trying to redo the CBA on, on, you know, in one fell swoop. Because remember his, his quote from the meeting on Friday was, there's only 20 guys of us who are getting paid. Uh, half, half the league is getting paid $5 million a year. So, I mean, yeah. really, what, what is he trying to accomplish? But the players put out their big thoughts in a very uh, concise proposal to the league, and it's mainly about their safety for COVID-19. And there are some players who don't feel right about playing. Dwight Howard uh, continues to talk about how he doesn't know if he wants to play and he could do things uh, from home that that helps uh, what's going on in the, in the country since the killing of George Floyd. And there are going to be players that, that are that want to do things and maybe not want to play. And there are going to be players who don't want to play because of COVID-19. We said it a few minutes ago. I don't think a lot of players really want to play, and they're kind of getting talked into it or pushed into it to finish the season. But they they put out today that their main concern was COVID-19. How was this going to be received by Commissioner Adam Silver? He goes on ESPN and he says, we understand what the players want, and if players don't want to play for whatever reason, they do not have to play, and they will not be in breach of contract. Doesn't mean they're going to get paid. Doesn't mean they can join the team if they feel like it after a little while. But it's not going to be breach of contract. We're going to come after you. And, you know, suddenly we have it's adversarial like Major League Baseball is. And while Adam Silver did this, this was incredibly smart on two levels. One, it's to say, listen, we're here for you. I understand. I understand what your concerns are, and I am here for you. And secondly, because it is political a little bit, he tamps down Kyrie Irving's narrative of the NBA is taking advantage of us to make it, to, to make it known publicly that if you don't want to play for whatever reason, it's like you don't even have to give us the reason. You, whatever reason you don't want to play, it's okay. You can stay home and not be in breach of contract. You can come back and play next season when the season starts again. So it is the right thing, but it's also one of those I can get it politically because Kyrie Irving suddenly I throw water on his big movement of 150 players who say, yes, I don't want to play. Now it's I understand. You don't have to come and play. Because if he takes the other tack of it and said, hey, it's safe, you'll play, well, suddenly that buoys up Kyrie Irving and, and players who don't want to play, and suddenly it's these players versus the NBA. So it was the right thing to do from Adam Silver. It was always the smart political thing to do from Adam Silver in the, in the push. No, smart move. Absolutely. Uh, purely political. Uh, why make it adversarial over this? Right? This is one that it's you got to find the best plan. The rest of it you can fight about in terms of housing, who gets priority rooms, and, and whatever else as you go down the line, right, in terms of actually stocking uh, the bubble and making it ready for the players' and teams' arrivals. Yeah, that that's a whole other part to the discussion to iron things out. But the just the idea of, hey, we're nervous about playing here, no, that, that one's an easy, easy one to brush to the side and just say, you know what, that's figured out. Well, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that because, look, let's face it, there's a number of teams, we, we knew this was going to be the case, of the non-contenders. I think the stuff about potentially Lakers, Clippers, Bucks players uh, not wanting to play, those will be squashed internally pretty fast of, hey, we can win a title. 
and we can do it effectively, and we can get back together. We had a good run in the regular season, and we can get that chemistry back, get on a quick run, finish this season, grab a title, and then we got we go right back into a couple of months of vacation before we have to report again. Uh, I think that's an easy sell. It's those teams on the fringe of, all right, I'm going to come back for eight games to satisfy the local TV deals. Those are the guys where – it can be an, a convenient excuse. I'm not saying it's not real for some of them, but it can become a convenient excuse to say, you know what, how safe is it really? You know, as you get yeah, closer. Look, because and especially thing, yeah. when you can start citing Texas or some of the other states, including California, where you say, hey, hey, these things are on the rise, right? It, it's yeah. easy to go back to that the longer time you wait. And the bottom line is Adam Silver or Rob Manfred Roger Goodell, when it comes down to it, if they get pushed by the players and say, can you guarantee our safety? None of the commissioners can say, yes, I can guarantee your safety. Well, that's and one that, of the big fights really with baseball, big, right? And that's a really big deal. But it's big for everybody because when the commissioner says, hey, we're going to do this. There's going to be all kinds of testing. We're going to keep you as safe as you can be. Yes, but can you guarantee our safety? The commissioner of the sport can't say yes, whereas players can say, well, I can pretty much guarantee my safety if I stay home and I social distance correctly because I'm seeing these upticks in in coronavirus cases in the states that have already tried to open up in Florida and Texas. So, yeah, I can guarantee my safety here. So, again, it's another smart way because Adam Silver knows he can't say, yes, you will be safe because what happens when players go and coronavirus cases are are exposed? Because that's what's going to happen. It's hopeful that they can just have enough where they can control it it, and it's only a couple of cases here and there, and we can play the season. Because if you start getting to the point where it's three or four per team, well, then you got then you got to stop playing. Well, the other curiosity then is, you know, if we go and for the players that haven't yet been tested, how many of them had it? Right, we've talked about it. When you get to exposure, if you've left your house and you've gone anywhere, you've technically probably been exposed to it. Yes, uh, going to the marketplace, and you go to grab. I don't know, the package of, well, for the sake of our show, the sausages, right? You're going to grill out. Uh, who's to say 15 other people haven't wiped their nose and then grabbed those sausages and then decided, no, nah, I don't want to pay the extra buck for those, so they put them back, right? I mean, there, there's a million other examples at virtually any other place that you've gone to, including the fast food line that has been open the whole time. Again, riddle me that, Batman. Uh, <laughs> this was this was always okay to be done while all these other businesses were shut. I Again, it's oh, some of it I just it. bewilders me. Hey, best thing he ever did. Uh, anyway, but beyond that, it's the idea of uh, assumed risk. How many guys have already had it? You know, will the antibody test show up? And then if they're going to use the on scouts honor, I will promise to social distance. Yeah. yeah. Are you buying that? <laughs> right. But but the way you set it up, right, is the, the league saying, well, you know what? Uh, you know, here's the way you can prove it, you know, and definitely be safe. Can you really? Is everybody in your house not going out at all? Yeah, no, of right? course are not. You, are you going back and, and getting your own Jodie Foster panic room? No, I don't think you are. Oh, boy. Well, panic. You know, did this really exist? I mean, I know the movie. It was a pretty decent movie. Do people really have panic rooms? They do. Really? You know, I know a couple panic of people room? here in the South Beach. Really? Yes. No, come on. Really? Yep. You know people that have panic rooms? I do. 
wait a minute now is it like a panic room where you go in and sit and it's like a big closet or is it like a like a uh, like a garage like a sports garage that that people have not quite that big okay but, but big enough to where you could be comfortable all right Right, I mean, with a phone not to get and, into and the purge where they, uh, you know, cut all the wires and everything, but yeah, uh, where they've got secondary, you know, access to phone lines and and whatever else, yeah, and TVs oh. and you name it. Okay, you really know people have panic rooms. They're, wow, some a couple of them are really paranoid people. Okay, a couple are rich and felt like they should be paranoid. All right. <laughs> Hey, you coming out? No, I'm in the panic room. What do you guys want? I'll, I'll see you on Tuesday. I'm, I'm in the panic room. Why are you there? Well, the Cubs are on a seven-game downswing, <laughs> and I just can't be bothered right now. No, Listen, but in, in all My brother-in-law is going to come over and ask me to help him move, and I really don't want to be home, so I'm no, going to be no, in the panic room. Look, man, Smith, we're old enough to where we're saying, see you in hell. Here's 300 bucks. Let someone else break their back. Leave me alone. Twitter I'm, I'm, not, I'm not showing up to move anybody. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. We got more coming up in 90 seconds, but first. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, now, before we get back into a, into a heavy topic coming up next, because really there's one thing with all the controversy and all the you get involved a lot of minutia when you talk about labor situations. Mm-hmm. I just want to say this because I, I, I really want to know. Uh, what was released this weekend? A, a, a movie with Pete Davidson in it or the next Avengers movie? Because uh, I Pete can't, Davidson I, I can't, on Netflix. I can't tell you. I, I mean, really, the, we need that much publicity for the King of Staten Island? It was a Judd oh Apatow film. Goodness, but I mean, it, the publicity for this is like, oh, it's like a new Star Wars movie. Came I don't out. know. There's Everywhere nothing else, look, man. There's big star, the King of Staten Island. I am from Staten Island. I grew up on Staten Island. I well, maybe you're the I King was, of Staten Island. From when should... I was, I was four years old until I went to college. I still go back to Staten Island and visit. I don't know how much I really want to see the King of Staten Island. I mean, but suddenly it's, oh, it's Pete Davidson. I don't get it. I don't understand. It's Pete Davidson. It's Judd Apatow's daughter trying to say, hey, it's not nepotism. I'm a great actress. So that's part of it. Um, and I don't know that anything else got released. I know there was a new uh, new season of Alexa and Kate. I think it's the last one starring uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. So I'll probably give that a spin here in short order. But beyond that, uh, The Five Bloods came out. I watched that over the weekend. That was really no, good. Oh, was that good? That's supposed to be very good. Well, Delroy Lindo was fantastic. There, there's some editorial choices. It's, it's Spike okay. Lee. Right. So there's times where you're really getting into the movie, and now let's drop in a quick history lesson. It's like, no, okay. man, I was in the moment of that guy's emotion. What are we doing here? Okay. Uh, and it's all it all makes sense, and it's all you know part of the process to inform the the mindsets of different characters, but just like, man, they were, they were in the middle of a, a pretty good back and forth here. What, wow. what, what's going on? Uh, as for the other, I think they're trying to make Pete Davidson happen, man. I think um, that's really I'm, all he's it not is. That, I don't know anything about him other than he dates women that I can't believe he dates. I mean, really, I've yes. not seen one thing he's done on SNL that's funny. I mean, not <laughs> one. I know every he's he's the John Mayer of comedians. Like I couldn't tell you hardly any John Mayer songs, but I know all about his love life because it's all over the me. If you just sit down with that guitar and you start singing, "I gave my love a chicken," I mean, I I mean, uh, your body's a wonderland. You know what I mean? Uh, Same thing. (laughs) Pete Davidson is from where I grew up, and I'm like, I I, okay. That just means you could have been king, man. I don't. I don't get Pete Davidson. I don't get it. 
I don't. I, I if don't you get Pete Davidson at How About a Fresca I don't, I don't at Swollen Dome, I don't get it. Is it just because he's in the tabloids? I mean, seriously, is it just because of that? I don't know. Oh, Go watch wait. Dead to Me season two instead. Uh, you know what? I got about halfway through and I'm going, yeah, that's just okay. They had okay, that well, big. You, they had well, that big that. moment that could have been. You buy, You continue to buy in, or it jumps the shark, and it kind of jumped the shark a little bit for me. I'm and like, you know what I did? I landed oh, it after jumping the shark, and I uh, kept going. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I don't know. I'm in a bad place uh, TV wise right now. I'm looking for something good because all all my standbys, all the stuff I've been excited about. I'm like, yeah, no, like dead to me. The middle, like I stopped okay. watching Ozark, middle of the third season because it just oh, got repetitive and and they they kill, they you know they got rid of all the good bad guys and and it was yeah. I'm looking for something now. I gotta say, I'm looking for something. I'm I'm looking for something too. If someone's got a good customer, I want to get a sequined uh, White Sox jersey like Elton John oh, at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> so anybody that can help me out there, that'd be great. Twitter at How about a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Now he's just canvassing for an Elton John White Sox jersey. Uh, coming up next, I can break everything down in the NBA, Major League Baseball, as far as what is next and what you should know with one sentence. Live that coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And we'll get into the Mike Gundy story coming up in a few minutes because that was insane today. But... Every day there's new stories about Major League Baseball and the NBA, their plans to return, who's moving forward, who's not. Baseball is at a standstill right now. Uh, The NBA is trying to move forward as some players want to talk about not playing uh, in Orlando when the season is scheduled to resume. And sometimes you can get caught up in the minutia of labor situations and hearing stuff like pro rata revenue breakdown partial prorated when you're wondering just what's going on with with the different sports and especially the baseball negotiation to come back and it gets tough but just think about it this way when you want to see the difference between all of the sports and major league baseball right every other sport including the nba who tonight adam silver said listen if you're not comfortable with playing next year or this year when we get to Orlando, you don't have to play and you're not going to be in breach of contract, okay? Every other sport has been humane towards the players. They have been figuring out ways together on how to restart, on how to make things the safest you could possibly do it for players who want to return, and let's figure out the money so everybody is happy coming back and playing and everybody understands that, Everybody's going to take a little bit less. All of these other sports have worked together to solve that. The NHL solved it. Major League, uh, 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 the NBA has solved it for the most part. Major League Baseball has been none of those. None of those. The sides hate each other. It's all over money in the middle of a pandemic. And if you can't come together in the middle of a pandemic, when are you going to come together? I mean, really, there's been no talk for baseball of what safety measures they're going to be when they come back and play. Baseball has been nothing but embarrassing and showing their true colors. Yes, of course, business is all about the bottom line. It's always all about money. But like I said, 
These other sports have figured out the money aspect of it, but baseball can't. You would think humanity would trump that, but it doesn't. It's still about money, and it's still about business, and neither side can figure it out, and that's embarrassing for Major League Baseball. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is with all all the other sports uh, in season or not even close, right? With the NFL, they kicked it down the the road, but I got to imagine there's still going to be some – conversations behind the scenes of ifs and ands and here's our uh, hypotheticals of where we need to go and let's start being proactive or at least i'd like to think they're being smart enough after watching the mess uh that the major league baseball and the players association have have turned this into right is that we have no idea if any progress has been made on that 67 page document that came out a couple of weeks ago like some of those lineups were you know, patently absurd. The hey, if two people touch a ball, it's got to be thrown out of play. Well, every swing and a miss, or every ball out of the zone, or ball in the dirt becomes uh, a souvenir for a happy youngster, or goes to some giant uh, incinerator or uh, cleansing product uh, for reinstitution and, and re- reintroduction to play. So uh, I'd like to think there's things beyond that, but the optics of all of this, because it's all being played out in public, mm-hmm. right? None of this in, is behind the scenes and, hey, we're working towards a solution. We'll be back to you in 48 hours with a joint announcement of one thing or another. No, it's being played out on Twitter with the players and through the test balloons with writers and television uh, personalities, uh, and you can see it, right? We, we've talked about it tonight at length. There's just several guys that seem to have all the test balloons as they go up. Does that make mean they're better reporters? Maybe, but they're also the ones that will run the stories. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. 877-99 on Fox is the number. Coming up next, that crazy-ass story with Mike Gundy. You got to hear it. That's next, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the Slide Over Baby Hour. I'm Jason. He's Mike. Hi. I'm an ass man. Uh, we got Jason Lock and Forrest stopping by in 20 minutes. All the latest on Ezekiel Elliott and COVID-19. Lamar Jackson, who had his own point break moment today, tripping over a wave runner on the beach, but he is okay. And we also have Colin Kaepernick being welcomed back to the NFL by Roger Goodell if a team wants to sign him. we got a lot of football coming up over the course of the next 45 minutes here on the show. Uh, But the biggest football story of the day when it comes to, oh my goodness, we woke up to a huge controversy. In the middle of the day, I thought the guy was going to get fired. And now it seems like we're at the point where it's, well, now what happens? You're fired. Yeah, uh, roller coaster with a couple of dips, and then you come out the end going, whew, let's do it again. I mean, I, it's weird, I guess, because we're in this in, in society. I no longer expect things to be to happen and be solved in a day. Like, you know, in, like in, in television, it used to be, well, everything is solved in one hour episode. Very rarely <laughs> was the was the two part drama. Now everything is one week to the next and it's a cliffhanger for the next and the next and the next and the next. Well, except it's for Batman. Weird. Yeah, it's well, but that that's not now. This is I'm talking about stories now. Batman. Well, and now they're all released at the same time, so there's really no sense of urgency because you just say continue watching. 
Well, yeah, but they still want you to see the next one, so it's a, every, every episode's a cliffhanger. Re- very rarely do we get a story in sports where, ooh, it's a controversy. Ooh, what happens next? And, okay, now we – all right, we've kind of seen the end of it. But yeah. that, that's what happened today least, with Mike well, Bundy. Maybe it's the end of it. I well, think we're just <laughs> yeah, getting well, and, and that's the big part of it. Yeah. Uh, Mike Gundy, uh, when I first saw him trending this morning, I thought, oh, is this the anniversary of I'm a man, I'm 40? I'm a no, man! It's not. I'm 40! Uh, Mike Gundy and the glorious mullet that he has found himself in a big, controversial, I would say, situation because it wasn't anything he did. Uh, He went on a fishing trip this past weekend, and someone put a picture of he and the couple of people that he went on the fishing trip with. And in the picture, he is wearing a T-shirt of OAN, which is a very controversial news organization, Uh, One American News. It is a far-right news organization that is okay with promoting conspiracy theories. I mean, if you look at some of their coverage over the course of the past few months, a lot of it has been, boy, they push a lot of things that have been proven to be conspiracy theories, including the most recent story of the Buffalo protester who approached police, was knocked down, his head hit the ground, uh, there was blood, the police officers were fired, they didn't really look after the guy, and it was thrown out there that potentially he was a member of Antifa. Or he did it on purpose. A crisis actor, yes. or, or one of yes. those kind of terms, which uh, it turned just, out to not be this to not be the story. But this is a story that OAN put forth as if it was a true story. But yeah, also, I mean, just to to throw it up, uh, not making a value statement on them at all uh, until the story with Chuba Hubbard and Mike Gundy today. How big a percentage of the audience of ours? And members of this nation, do you believe, knew what the hell it was? Oh, I think people know OAN, but they have very little viewership. That's the thing. Well, but but in terms of, you know, did they seek it out further other than maybe they asked a question at a uh, presidential presser? Because let's face it, a lot of folks have bailed on that. And a lot of news organizations have actually stopped covering a lot of... uh, well, a lot of things live in, in, in general from politicians all the way up the ladder just saying, all right, I'll read about it tomorrow. Yeah, no, and, and that's part of it. But th- this came up pretty fast. Like this was put on the Internet and it was like, whoa, he's wearing an OAN T-shirt. Yes. Hang on a second. And uh, Chuba Hubbard, who has been called Chuba Hubbard all day, which I mean, what can I do about well, it, that? It rhymes that way. Uh, it does. I mean, I wish his name was Chuba Hubbard because that's pretty. Now, now I want to go get Ben and Jerry's. I want to get Chuba or Hubbard. go get, get yourself some Chub- uh, uh, Hubba Bubba. I mean, Chuba Hubbard is a phenomenal running back. He led the nation in rushing last year, had over 2,000 yards rushing. He was very upset when he saw this picture put up of Mike Gundy. And he said, quote, he won't be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change in response to this photo. Now, many people are saying, oh, it's just a T-shirt. It's what he wants. You know, the T-shirt is everything, just like an almost famous. Uh, what do I know? I'm just one of the out-of-focus guys in the background. I mean, the T-shirt is everything. He knew the T-shirt he was wearing because Mike Gundy has gone on the record talking about how much he likes OAN's news coverage. He said a couple months ago, OAN just uh, reports the news. They don't put a slant on it or give you commentary. I like the way they do the news. So he knows exactly about OAN, and this is also somebody, Mike Gundy, who a couple months ago didn't really understand the coronavirus situation, said it was okay to have players come back and play, also called it the Chinese virus during Big 12 Media Day, which is a, a racist way to describe it. So he definitely has his beliefs as far as what it is politically. 
after this came up, I thought he's not going to survive as the head coach. He can't do it because no matter what you believe about OAN and where, where Mike Gundy is, if players won't play for him, well, guess what? You, you, you can't stay and be the head coach. If Chuba Hubbard wanted to transfer to Syracuse, I mean, I, what, what, what can you do? And, and he had other players who jumped on. Not that he's going to. I'm just saying. Just, uh, and there are other players from Oklahoma State who have, who have said, yeah, Chuba, I got your back. I understand there are other former players who've said the same thing. And so this became a big story over the course of the day. And then Mike Gundy and Chuba Hubbard actually met up. They, and they put this video up on the internet, up off of Oklahoma State's official account, after they got to talk about Mike Gundy's T-shirt and Chuba Hubbard, and this was the message that they both put out. In light of today's tweet with the uh, T-shirt I was wearing, I, uh, I met with some players and uh, realized it's a very sensitive issue with what's going on uh, in today's society. And so we had a great meeting and uh, made aware of some things that uh, players feel like that can make our organization, our culture even better than it is here at Oklahoma State. And I'm looking forward to making some changes and it starts at the top with me and we got good days ahead. I'll start off by first saying that I went, around, I went about it the wrong way by tweeting. I'm not someone that, you know, has to you know, tweet something to bring change. I should have went to him as a man and I'm, all, I'm more about action. So that was bad on my part. But from now on, we're gonna focus on bringing change and that's the most important thing. And that was a very loud hand slap, kind of like when, kind of like when uh, Carl Weathers and, and uh, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger had the big uh, grasp in, in uh, um, oh, and Predator. Predator. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I can I can picture it now. It's either so, that or uh, Carl Weathers and Sylvester Stallone jumping into each other's arms in the water. Oh the yeah, race. yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> That was really weird, them jumping around. <laughs> Whichever uh, one you want. <laughs> but there's three big thoughts coming off of this that, that, that you need to know coming off this with Mike Gundy. What is this story? This is a political story. This is Mike Gundy. And, you know, Dabo Sweeney was the, was the same way. There are, pl- there are coaches, players, people all across the country that know that my political beliefs may not be popular. So I don't really want to wear them on my sleeve, but I still kind of want you to know how I feel about them. That's what this is. This is Mike Gundy letting us know that's where his politics are. His politics are on the right and a a news network like OAN. Now, did he understand uh, maybe or even I, I can't say that he knew what OAN's coverage of the Buffalo protester was or anything else, but he watches it. I can't say that I know, but this is this is where his politics are. This is a political story because look, I understand over the you know in the country there's going to be people. Look, I, I I agree with this guy. I don't like his politics, and sometimes you don't want to wear it on your sleeve, but you still want to let it be known how you believe. And that's kind of what he's been. That's kind of what he's done. That's kind of what Dabo Sweeney has done over the course of the past. I want you to know where my politics are a little bit without really just going crazy saying it because I understand it might not be popular, and it's tough to draw that line politically between what side of the of, of the aisle I'm on and what's been going on in the country. Uh, and, you know, like I said, it's hard for me to sit here and say, you know, when we're talking about people denouncing racism. It's the easiest thing to do. But when you get into looting and different things, this is where things get a little bit more murkier and they get political. And some people don't want to wear that. They just want you know, I just want you to know kind of where I am on it. So that's what Mike Gundy is doing. Uh, the other thing and the second thing is that 
this is a great way to end it because this is how you'd want something like this to end. Here are the two people. They got together. And, and 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 Chuba Hubbard said, look, this is what my thoughts are on this. You maybe didn't know anything about this. And this is Mike Gundy saying, okay, here's my thoughts on this, whether he's saying it's a T-shirt or not. But they both promised, hey, let's work together on change. So now this is where you say, okay, what happens next? All right? Just like anything else where anybody else wants to promise change, we're going to listen, we're going to move forward. From, for the National Football League, after they put out the, the tweet saying they biffed the Colin Kaepernick situation when it first came out three, three years ago. They, they want to change. Okay, what happens next? What do you do now? So now that's where I'm at with this story. What do you do now? Does Mike, does Mike Gundy really push forth with change and him and Chuba Hubbard work together and he works together with the players so they can understand each other? Because that's really what we want. Right? We want everybody to understand each other. We want to ask questions, and, and, and people can come from different viewpoints and hopefully still come together on things. You know, I, I, I feel like it's crazy for me to think people from the left and the right can get together, but the minute we stop doing that, well, then, then we really are going to be absolutely nowhere. We still have to continue to try to come together, and that's what you want with a story like this. Here is Mike Gundy who, said, who, who wore this T-shirt and has had some uh, things to say that have not been very popular, nor have they been really correct. I mean, basically uh, two months ago, he said, you can have players come back and get coronavirus because we got to keep the economy of Oklahoma going. Whoa, dude, come on, man. You're not a doctor. You're not even close. So he needs to come back from that. And now he and Chuba Hubbard and and the other players will hopefully work together. This is kind of what you want with a situation like this. And that's why I'm glad that this is how it turned out with the two of them together on it, where now we see, okay, now just what is next for both of these guys? Yeah, because Gundy could certainly double down on the, hey, we should have had him back on campus uh, if he just wanted to cite the death rate because that's the easy way to just say, hey, look, 99.9% of people are surviving uh, based on the data, right? I mean, and part of that is, you know, the the sarcasm of the moment uh, as we go through. But with Gundy, I have to wonder how much was in the program where guys were already uh, a little – I don't, I don't want to say skittish, probably not the right word, but just the idea that the OAN shirt was the thing that broke this. You know what I mean? Where uh-huh. Hubbard and a number of teammates are immediately into social media and condemning it. I have to wonder what else, what else has been seen, right? Because we're watching it come out in Iowa where stuff with, with Doyle had been going on for 20 years. I mean, he's one of the first guys on yeah. Kirk Ferentz's staff, right? Gets a $1.1 million buyout, and we saw that break uh, a week, little over a week ago where player after player came up with different stories about what the org- what was going on in the organization. Yeah, Kirk uh, Ferentz is like, I'm only the head coach. I, I don't know anything going on with his team right. for the past and 20 years. I don't know. Yeah, so now they've got the independent investigation. We've seen his kid named a number of times. So what happens to Kirk Ferentz? Is he still going to be in Iowa when this all shakes out? I don't know. With with Gundy, I mean, he doesn't really apologize here. And I'm not telling him, much like Drew Brees a week and a half ago. Drew Brees never apologized for his stance of what the flag means to him, and he was very explicit about it. He talked about all the other things and and I think hit every other talking point that anybody would have wanted him to. 
except he spoke directly about what the flag was. Here with, with Gundy, it takes on a, a bigger meaning and, and a bigger political push. Uh, but I'll be curious to see what those conversations are. Over the weekend, you've got Texas athletes and alumni going, hey, you know, there's, we got to get rid of the eyes of Texas, the song, so you can go back and look at that. Uh, that also means Walker, Texas Ranger, probably is going to get, you know, some heat, right? <laughs> the eyes of the Ranger are upon you. I'm only half kidding there. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but you, you're looking at the they want to rename some buildings. They want more funds allocated to certain clubs. And we, we see the power of saying, hey, you know, when we, we get to the whole alumni thing, I'm not participating in recruitment and other parts of the program. That's a pretty big thing, right? We just watched USC here. Uh, the clock's about to expire on those 10 years, right? Reggie Bush can come back. Hey, Reggie, you're our guy. And, you know, Reggie wants to be associated. He's one of the greatest college football players you or I have ever seen, right? If you were putting a starting 11 on both sides of the ball, uh, he's, he's showing up on part of your offense from the last 25, 30 years, right? I mean, yeah, that's how electric he was. So to have him reinstated is huge for recruiting. It's huge for relationships with current players. And don't tell me going and shaking hands at alumni events is not good for the program for the school that's been saddled with so many lawsuits along the way. So you got these three college stories working in concert. And I think one unifying fact is you've got power in the players, perhaps a power they've never felt uh, and and seeing the groundswell of support for each other. uh, This is the momentum is only going to grow. Well, you know, you talked about, you know, what, what the when you I want to go back to what you said about uh, Mike Gundy. You wonder what was going on behind it. Uh, mm-hmm. Other players being skittish. The world changed with George Floyd. Yeah, I absolutely. mean, the world changed. And it was it was a lot of no, just saying we need something. We need change is not good enough anymore. We need to act. And now I'm not going to allow people to say something that I feel is offensive and is and it is offensive. And I'm going to bring it up with them. And now it's not about power, but it's about about empowerment that that players are having now going yeah you know I can't let coach get away with this not you know the, the world changed after George Floyd after he was killed and and now it, it's it's no longer going to be where certain things can go unanswered or you're not going to have to answer for certain things you say or believe in and and that's what we're seeing here because if other stuff was out there look the stuff with COVID-19 and him calling it the Chinese virus I mean that was out there but then George Floyd happened and then the world changed and so that's why you're seeing you know more more players being standing up and saying hey I believe in myself I'm not scared of what could happen I'm not scared that if I question the coach I'm going to be you know drop down the depth chart although you know when you run for 2,000 yards you're really not going to drop you well down you're chart. kind of the guy but, and if it all came to hell you should be able to yeah. get an exemption to go to the NFL right now based on that output yeah. but yeah but that's kind of what it's all about you know the, the one thing that is the one loose thread at the end of this is that you know seeing a lot in my timeline and all about the story today was about well Mike Gundy's got freedom of speech he can't wear a t-shirt of course he can wear a t-shirt of course no one's telling him you can't wear that t-shirt right no but if you have freedom of speech freedom of speech means you can't be put in jail and you can't be harmed over freedom of speech right that that's what it is but you can't have it both ways and it's like every night we have this conversation you can't have freedom of responsibility 
Mike Gundy can wear whatever T-shirt he wants to. And Chuba Hubbard and other players can say, well, this is what this T-shirt means to me, and this is what I feel about this. You can't have it both ways. Oh, freedom of speech. You should be able to wear what you want and not have to be criticized. That's what people want. I want to be able to say or do whatever I want to and not have people say anything back to me, which basically means I want freedom of speech, but I don't want it for everybody else, Well, but which that's is the not thing. what freedom that, of speech but is. But that's the problem. It's cutting yeah. both ways right now in that regard. Yeah. But right? this is what happened. Mike Gundy had the T-shirt, freedom of speech. Chuba Hubbard uh, had his reaction, freedom of speech. They got together. Now we see if there's real change when it comes to players and the coaches understanding each other. So it ended the way it probably should have ended today. I just can't believe it ended in a day. That's the craziest part. Sitcom style. Ah. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen Coming up next, Jason Locke and Forrest stops by. The latest on Colin Kaepernick. The latest on Ezekiel Elliott and Lamar Jackson and the Wave Runner. Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.